Welcome to the Random Team Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh This my was such gosh. a great film. I have seen it three times. I've seen it twice. And every time I see it, I love it that much more. It makes me so happy. I just... It's just oh a my gosh. fucking good movie. It really is. Um, wow, it just gets better. I mean, I I can't say enough about it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I have a few nitpicky things about it, and they oh, are sure. the pickiest of nits. <laughs> you have to be picky as nits to find anything to be nitpicky um, about. Because this, I mean, like, and everything I read about it showed how much attention... And care was put into it. Mm -hmm. Nothing was put on that screen that was not researched the shit out of. Oh, I know. I mean, they didn't even do a fictional city without having roots in real African culture. And just, I think that shows. Yeah, I think that shows. Um, Just when they just, they're they're amazing. It was, it was, it blew me away. Yeah. Um, Uh, It crossed the one billion mark. Did it cross the one billion mark before it went to China? Oh, uh, no, that's that's worldwide. I know. Oh, I don't know if it's been Did released it? in China yet. Let me check. That's That's been the thing. It's I've seen across the news that uh, Black Panther may hit a billion dollars before it gets to yeah, China. Yeah, because China's huge for um, MCU. It's a huge market for the MCU. So it, that's a big deal if it hit a billion dollars. Because there's like, before it is even... it gonna? Is it gonna? Let's see. So... Okay, this, so this was like 10 hours ago. Okay. Uh, let me. It's on Forbes... Um, da, 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 da. Just control F to see if there is China in this. Hold on, it's gonna it wants to autoplay a video, which it needs well, I mean, to not it's do that. already like one of the top three something, top uh, three opening weekends or something. First two days in China. Oh, I didn't quite make it before. No, it got to but China. Good God, billion with a B. Still. Yeah. I think it was like uh, one of the top grossing weekends. Yeah. It beat Deadpool. It beat Deadpool. Um, I can't remember if it beat Avengers or not. The first one. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I don't know. I don't have current don't, numbers yeah, on where I don't, it ranks against all the others. And I don't care. It's done yeah. really, really, really fucking well. And I mean, it has critically, commercially, like. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard a bad word about no, it, honestly. No, I don't know a single person. And I've been person- looking. <laughs> I don't. I don't know a single person that I have met and talked to that has seen this. So I was like, eh. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Well, I mean, just the the couple times we saw it together, mm-hmm. um, I haven't seen a movie theater that packed in since um, Force Awakens. And even the Force Awakens, that was one it wasn't theater that packed. We had lines at every Black Panther yeah, theater. Because we we were going to go see it in IMAX. Uh, you walked in the door. What, an hour before it was supposed to play? Yeah. Sold out. Yep. We weren't even mad. Yeah. So we had to go see it in a standard. Yeah. Not mad. No, and, but, and then that showing was sold out. And then that showing. Out, so we had to go to a later one. To a later one. Okay. So then we went to the later one. And then when we, I showed, because you were there early to mm-hmm. get the tickets. I came a little bit later and we still had to stand in line almost all the way down the theater. And we don't ever have lines and except that was on for the a, IMAX theater. That was on like a Sunday? Sunday night. Yeah. Wow. And the next week, every Black Panther we went theater saw it had a again. line. Yeah. And then the next weekend, we went back to see it again. Yep. We stood in line. Yeah. Which was stupid because the elevator was right there and we could have taken it up. But 
that was our own problem. Yeah. But there was still a line out yeah. the door. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. I've, I've never seen... Because that was the thing. Force Awakens, we went at like 9 o'clock in the morning. Opening day. Opening day. We lined up. But that, that was, was for the one theater. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, wasn't just one theater. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It was... Wow. I'm so proud of it. Oh, my. So many people dressed in... in, in uh, traditional clothing i don't know what to call it yeah there were so many different kinds we even had a uh, one with an egyptian headdress on hey i'll take it it was um, beautiful there was the family families were dressing up together and taking pictures it was so and like little, oh i saw several little children in front of t'challa's um oh, they were taking pictures in front of the poster in front of his poster doing the wakanda the forever salute crossed. oh um i just it's it was so nice glorious. to see glorious yeah um and I work with um, a couple of women of color mm-hmm. who enjoy uh, action movies, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, great. We need to talk about. Yes. We, we, we need have, to talk more. Yeah, I have feelings. We, we have things to talk about. And I walked in Monday morning after we saw it the first mm-hmm. time. I walked in and went over to uh, the one of them i went over to her desk i was like you've got to see black panther and she turns and looks up at me and she goes i already saw it yeah and then just the rest of the day um and she walks into my office now doing the shoulder shrug from from the challenge from the challenge (laughs) she's like i gotta ask you i gotta ask you a question oh my god oh it's so funny it's great Um, that's the same one that walks into my who leaves my office saying you is kind (laughs) you is smart because she's she's basically yeah. saying thank you for helping yeah. her with something. Yeah. Um, and then the other one's all the way. Uh, she works all the way on the other side of the office from me, and and she we're both just going on and on, and yeah, and, uh, she, they just loved it so much to see themselves up on the screen. Yeah. Um, Shuri. Oh my god! Stole the movie. I mean, she really did. Okoye did too. Okoye did too. Um, Shuri is in fact a Disney princess and I will fight anyone who says different. No, she's legit. She is a legit Disney princess. Yes. And I would like her added to the lineup immediately, please. Right up there with Princess Leia. Yeah, exactly. Both Disney princesses, just saying. Exactly. Um, so there's that. So, uh, oh, it was glorious. Yeah. So, so good. I cannot say enough good things about it. Um, where do we go from here? There's so much to talk about. Yeah. So much to unload. Where do we even start? Um, do you want to go through some emails? Yeah. So we don't. Yeah. So we don't drop on anybody's some people. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, I didn't. We did not get as much feedback as I thought no, we would get for this. I'm a. I'm. I'm not mad, guys. Just disappointed. I mean. I think because you said uh, we got more feedback for Thor. We got way more feedback because yeah. we got four emails. And it's now been, this is the third weekend. Isn't it? Third or fourth? Third or four, fourth. Yeah. So we waited a good little while. Yeah. I'm not mad. All right. This is, uh, this is actually just kind of a random email. Okay. Uh, but it's MCU related. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. We were going to put it in our next MCU cast and here it is. Wow. This is, ooh, this is long. This is from Dawn. Okay. Um, says, I love your MCU podcast. <clears throat> wow, I start talking and <clears throat> that happens. Damn it, Janya. I know, it can't take me anywhere. I only discovered a few weeks ago, but have now listened to all of your movie and character study casts. Holy crap. I really enjoy... That's a lot. That, that's some commitment right there. <laughs> uh, I enjoy your perspective and point of view. It's great to find someone who loves the movies as much as you do. So I felt inspired to share some of my thoughts with you. Okay. In the beginning, there was Iron Man. <laughs> 
For decades, I had myself convinced there was no way Marvel Comics could be faithfully adapted to the live big screen while doing the visuals and characters justice. Then came Iron Man, was blown away. Then there at the end of the movie is Nick Fury talking about the Avengers movie. Oh, yeah, it is on. Yeah, I think everybody, like, pooped or peed themselves at that point because they were like, what? And it was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Who the latter days uh, Nick Fury was literally drawn yeah. from him. So. Yeah. Uh, it says, I won't go over all the movies and repeat all the cool stuff you guys have already done. Such a good job of highlighting. But I do have a couple things to add from my point of view. Uh, gives rankings. Okay. Uh, Avengers. The first Avengers. Winter Soldier. Civil War. Iron Man. Guardians of the Galaxy. <clears throat> Thor 1 and Iron Man 2. You put Iron Man 2 up there higher than I would, but... Well, he says, I love the introduction to the Black Widow. So good. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. Uh, Hulk is at the bottom. As, I mean, As, yeah. Uh, Iron Man 3 and Dark World are near the bottom. Yeah. This is where the ratings come in. If we rated the movies 1 to 100 scale, Avengers 1 would be like a 99. A few more would hit at 97 or 98. I would be 95 or better, except Hulk, which would be around 85. Yeah, see, I mean, they're still good. Right. Yeah. Um, I've watched all of them many times except Hulk, which I've only watched four or five times. That's I know that that's feel. Legit. I know that feel. Uh, as an aside, not to be pedantic, you've mentioned a couple times that the young 616 Bucky died on an airplane. It was actually a V-1 rocket or buzz bomb. You are correct, sir. It was a bomb. <gasps> it was not a plane. It was flying in the air that makes it a plane. Okay, Johnny, I'm Just... <laughs> so embarrassed for you. I'm so embarrassed for you, Johnny. It you led me astray. It was a bomb. Uh, you're absolutely right. Mm. Um... Sometimes my tongue just goes right ahead yeah. of my brain. And it was a plane in the movie. I and mean, if you've been listening this much, you figure that out by that's now. That's the visual in my head. In my head, it looks like a plane, but it is, it is a rocket. Because that's what it is You're in right. the movie, yeah. Um, I have, not the movie. Yeah, he falls out of the plane in the movie. He falls out of a plane in the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why the plane sounded right to me, because I was like, that's yeah, the movie, plane in movie. In the comics, it was yeah, a bomb rocket. he was trying to And the, in the comics, he was also like, what, 14? Yeah, he was a child. Uh, That's says, responsible. Says I have a somewhat different view of Age of Ultron. Okay. Although I admit to be taken aback, aback a bit. You said that just to make me say it. <laughs> <sighs> Upon seeing Hawkeye's family for the first time, also the Bruce slash Natasha thing was unexpected to say the least and a bit jarring. You're not alone. However, after multiple viewings, each became less so for me, but I think I understand your viewpoint at least as much as a 60-something white male can. Okay. <laughs> At least you explain. At least you admit you, it. You admit your perspective. That's true. I think that's half the battle right there. Says, and thanks for helping enlighten me. As I said, I enjoy your perspective. Oh, that's nice. Perfect. Uh, as an aside, you may already know the Clint Barton family thing is taken from the Ultimate Universe. I also suspect that the Bruce slash Natasha romance may be over now before it ever really begun. But on to the rest of the AOU. It's one of my favorites. I love Vision's origin. Thor acting, I think, on his vision in the mystical pool. Purposely energizes vision, and vision becomes this wonderful algorithm of Thor's vision. Stark's genius, Ultron's inspiration to use vibranium. Helen chose genius and Jarvis, and what were vision and Thor talking about off on their own? He hands Thor his hammer. Uh, he, yes, he hates you the most. Uh, Fury and the Mark One helicarrier to the rescue. So cool and completely unexpected. War machine coming at you. Vision swoops in and rescues Wanda in the beginning of the same relationship from 616. But Wanda is far from a damsel in distress. She did put Vision down earlier and could easily have extracted herself from the exploding chunk of Sokovia. 
The Helen Cho character was excellent, and maybe we'll see as Amadeus Cho down the line. Yeah, I wish... We haven't seen any more of her, and I'm no. worried that that means she... Plus, she's been tainted by the Whedon. Yeah. She was in one of the Whedon movies, and yeah. they tend to have been parting ways rather not happily. It says, and finally, I can't leave Agents uh, Agents Voltron. <laughs> AOU looks a lot like AOS. I'm just Yeah, saying. that's true. I just put the two together. <laughs> uh, it says, I can't leave it without giving props to James Spader. I love his rendition of Ultron. Just what I wanted, all of me against all of you. Great battle capped off by Thor, Iron Man, Vision, slagging the... Ma- Apparently, he did not agree with our um, I, there were, assessment of Age of Ultron. There were bits that were cool. Let me say, Age of Ultron was not a bad movie. Yeah. It just, it's still at the bottom of the stack for me. Yeah. Yeah. But you're when you're comparing it against... And God, if you listen to that whole crappy podcast, because that was... That was that was our that was literally the very first podcast we ever on recorded. crappy shared microphone that was a USB. Like, we didn't have our soundboard or anything, so God love you for listening for to all of it. just getting through it, you deserve cookies. <laughs> yeah. Girl Scout cookies at yeah. that. So, um, I mean, I... My hatred for it has decreased somewhat in the grand scheme of the world, but I just... Oh, I'll I'll fully admit, um, most of mine is completely just gut check. I do not like Nat not being with Clint. No, oh, I get that. I know, and you don't like it when you don't get your way. Yeah, and that's fine. So I'm going to be bitter um, about that. Sure. But yeah, I'll sure. admit it at least. No, no, hey, at least you admit it. <laughs> um, but when you put it up against the first Iron Man, yeah, when you put it up against Guardians of the Galaxy, it just doesn't hold up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's perspective. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say, I know Quinny hates the two Howard the Duck appearances. But I do, what, a lot. But what his appearance in Guard of the Galaxy 1 said to me was that nothing was off limits. Plus, I thought it was really funny. Well, I look at it like we got a waste. It could have been a cool after credit scene and we got fucking Howard the Duck. I know. Uh, says, I thought if they're willing to include a goofy character like that, then anything is possible. I think that paid off with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when we saw Ego the Living Planet. How cool was that? We even got a shot of Ego's angry planet face. We did. <laughs> okay. You wanted more of the angry planet face, didn't you? Well, it was from Comic-y. the cover. Yeah. It's the cover of one of the comics, I think. Uh, says, I won't be... Okay, this is speculation, possible spoilers. If it's speculation, it's not spoilers. Okay. Uh, I won't be surprised if you see a selection of some of Marvel's more outrageous cosmic characters in Infinity War, such as Infinity, naturally, Eternity, the Living Tribunal, a really great character, and of course, already hinted at in Doctor Strange, yeah, uh, Master Order, Lord Chaos, and maybe a true celestial or celestial or three, like Exitar, the Shape of Worlds, and on and on. The possibilities are truly astronomical. I can see a conclave of the cosmic beings getting together to figure out what to do about Thanos, but they are forbidden by the structure slash rules of the multiverse to interfere directly. So they enlist surrogates like say Thor vision, Scarlet, Witch, cap, etc., to implement their solution. And that would be pretty cool. Once Thanos starts screwing around with the stones, we could even see anomalies show up. Also, we already know that captain Marvel takes place in the nineties. I'm thinking she will show up in Avengers four with a key to defeating Thanos, having traversed time without having aged at all with the assistance of eternity. Or using the time dilation effect by flying a really wrong round trip, let's say 25 to 30 light years, really fast. <laughs> uh, so once again, thanks for the MCU cast. I'm really stoked for Black Panther. and We'll try to get some feedback to you before the end of the month. 
We have tickets for the 16th, and I want to see it at least once more before writing you. That's about it for now. Um, you missed it. By a little bit. By a little bit, because this was sent on February 3rd. And Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It okay. It's fine. It's fine. I hope you guys, even if you're not screaming to us about it, I hope you're going to see it. Cause Somebody's going to see it. Please go see it more times. Okay, so this is from Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy. Uh, how do I even begin with Black Panther? That was easily one of the best movies the MCU has made. Yeah. Uh, I do not think there's a second of the movie where there was an ugly piece of architecture, clothing, or anything. And we're into the bullets. First of all, this movie has all the badasses. My favorite part was the fact that the movie's supporting characters were all most women. Yay. Shuri, Nakia, Okoye, and the Queen. Her name is Ramonda. Yes. Were all super awesome in their own way. Shuri was a better, sassier Tony Stark, who I think is a boring crybaby. <laughs> Nakia is a spy who can kick your ass 18 ways from Sunday, but still cares for every person. Yeah. Okoye is a straight-up badass who has her values and loves her country. And finally, the queen who was there for her children was really just a boss the whole time. That true. Shuri really takes the cake as my favorite newbie to the MCU. I don't have a little sister, but I think her portrayal in this movie was perfect. Like I said previously, Shuri is better, less douche. Tony Stark, who's a good understanding of comedy. One of the funniest scenes was when recorded her brother being thrown across the room. <laughs> it was the embodiment of super-powered siblings. I mean, you're a little sister. Oh, you oh, would do that shit. Oh, yeah. I totally saw me and my brother. Yeah. In that. Um, I love that. We, you're recording. We're actually uh -huh, worse. Keep going. We're actually worse than they are. Yeah. So, um, I, I love discussing the MCU movies with my brother. I, I like that T'Challa never got mean with her. No, no. He never bullied her. He never picked because on her. You see shit like that happen with real brothers and sisters. That's not to say, like, I don't know. Like it happens. I just I was well, glad not to see it. And they're adults. -ish. I mean, you've you've been around my brother and I. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's done with love though. Yeah, I'm glad I'm the only child though. I know you are. Uh, Okoye, the general, was a close second to Shuri. Uh, the whole casino scene was amazing. I like that she was patriotic, loyal to her country, but was obviously conflicted by it. She was a hero despite the fact she sided with Killmonger out of loyalty to Wakanda. Yeah, and I don't think it was so much siding with him as siding with the, the country. throne and the duty, and she wanted to protect her country more than anything. Absolutely. Uh, the Dora Milaje? Milaje. Milaje. Yeah. yeah. And that's according to their creator. Uh-oh. We're a super awesome, better version of the Valkyrie. Mm, not better. Just different. I wouldn't say one was better. Well, I mean, the Valkyrie clearly had some kind of supernatural juju going on. These are just human badasses. Well, they're human badasses with super tech. Yeah. So it kind of balances. Eh, yeah. I mean, come on. I, I just, anytime, because I, I know people have talked about Okoye against Wonder Woman. And I'm like, I don't want you to put these women up against each other. I, but you're, ta but you're talking Marvel versus DC. Yes. But I don't um, want the ladies fighting. I want them, because they wouldn't fight. They wouldn't need to. Okay, but, I mean, I can see the comparison between... The Valkyries and the yeah. Dora Malaches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they're comparable. Yeah. They're an the elite super, security force. Yeah. Super soldier of their respective, respective groups. But yeah. the Valkyries aren't really, are they, they're just elite. I wouldn't call them like super soldier serum. 
no people because of of asgardians because that's they're the thing. not unusual asgardians are only unusual in midgard because they're super jacked up versions, because they're not human they're all like that or in not asgard Terran. so yeah. yeah yeah um but the dormilage have the vibranium tech yeah so eh. but as far as who i would like better I mean, they're different. We only say, we only I, really met one Valkyrie too. True, but I couldn't say. Yeah, still. But I grew up with Valkyries in Norse mythology. So the, the moral of the story is, I couldn't say one was better than the other. Okay, okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Says also, I'd like to point out they were bald, which means there ain't no way hair is getting in their faces, and I want to say thank you for that. Seriously, not a single time did we have to go. Where the fuck is her hair? And, Why would you not put it up in a ponytail? And it, I loved it so much because we not only got that, but she, but Okoye wore a wig at one point, hated, hated it, it, and took that fucker off as soon as shit went down. Yes, she did. It was amazing. Uh, he says, I thought Wakanda was stunning and easily the most beautiful location in the MCU. I was reading how the country was inspired by many parts of African culture, which inspired the look of their architecture. Yes. I also like how the people of Wakanda were dressed. It was mixed between couture... Mm-hmm. And African cultures. Yes. Which I think was perfect for the advanced civilization. I also like the reversal of the stereotype where in movies Africa is shown a desert with tribal people. But in this movie it was shown to be the most advanced country in all of the world. Yeah. My only real complaint about the movie is not something that happened in it. But the lack of something that happened in it. Okay. Where are my infinity stones? Yeah, we were kind of surprised about that, too. That soul one better show up at some point. It is orange, which still support the Hemdall theory, but I kind of wanted it to be in Wakanda. We were... I'm. Part of me is kind of glad they didn't because they weren't hamstrung with, you've got to cram this this Infinity, uh, like this last Infinity Stone in amongst your story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of glad they didn't have to do it because from what I understand, once you... The more constraints they put around you in your in your MCU film, the harder it is. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I thought it was going to be there, too. From what I have looked at in images of the Infinity Gauntlet, um, the stones that we've seen, mm-hmm. which are the, the Tesseract, yep. the Time Gem, the Mind Gem, the Aether, and the Power Gem yeah. are the fingers Mm-hmm. In the gauntlet, the soul gem is the one that's right there on the back of the hand. Okay. That's the big, that's, from what I've looked at, the colors of them, that's how it looks like it's laid out. It's going to have to be a major part of Infinity War then. It's got to be. Because I'll even, be, I'll be pissed off if it's like, oh, there's this stone and we spend five minutes on it and, oh, Thanos has it. Thanos has it. I'm going to be kind of cheated. But from what I've seen in the trailers, when, anytime that you see the gauntlet, Unless you see all of them, you see none you of. Do not see the order that, that yeah. one. Yeah, we don't even know what it looks like. It's orange. Well, well we yeah, but I mean, like. it, no, we we've seen it with all of them. We don't know if it's a fancy shape or anything, do we? No, I mean, no, it's just larger. Oh, okay, okay. Because the other ones are like like knuckle size, okay. where this one is a big is like big. Okay, and that's in the trailers. That's okay. not a spoilery. Well, I guess. Well, it's not now. Uh. Anyway, Jimmy goes on to say. We took a step back in the right direction with the end credits scene. Both were good, but not great. They were more epilogues to the movie, not hints of what was to come. Janya will fight you on whether one of them I is great or not. We'll fight you. <laughs> we got we got a lot to talk about. With I White think we Wolf, know though. which one. If you know Janya, we got a lot to talk about the White Wolf. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Wolf. Uh, says, my only idea for a better credit in end credit scene would go something like this the camera pans down into the vibranium mines all the way to the bottom to a vault Shuri and T'Challa are standing before the door um, it is fortunate that Eric did not find out about our most important asset T'Challa says yes brother the stone is still safe Shuri says she reaches over to a panel on the wall and locks the door the safe slides open and orange light shines out and the final infinity stone is revealed my only problem with that is you'd have to give me a really good convincing story for Thanos being able to get that fucker away from Shuri. Out of that vibranium. That child yeah. is determined and smart yeah. as hell. So, yeah. That would be my only issue with that. But that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, finally, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was burning in outer space and being crazy, here are my ideas for a cool tie-in. Have S.H.I.E.L.D. gain new vibranium weapons from Wakanda since they are now opening up. Uh, have either a member of the Dora Milaje or the War Dog spies need S.H.I.E.L.D.'s help to track down a renegade Wakandan, similar to the early episodes with Lady Sif? I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Because so far we happen. have had no tie-in in S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm kind of pissy about it. Yeah, we're not gonna. Although, I will say, like, our team is not in a great position right now. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody that's not caught up, but they're not in a position right now to be they're checking not... the news reports for like what's going on in the world they're not in a happy place no they're not in a happy place so all right so this is from chris okay so this feed may be slightly discombobulated and or possibly have a follow never did get a follow-up email okay uh this country my mom is waiting for the first end credit scene to go viral who wants to take bets on how long till it does remind me what was the first one what now what was the first end credit scene uh, shit. Was it at when they were in Oakland and he's telling Shuri? No, I don't think that was an end credit. What scene. was the other end credit scene? Shit. Fuck. All I can think of is Bucky. I know. <laughs> I've seen it three times. I should fucking know. I just in my mind, it's probably I'm... just part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what it is in my mind. Hold on. Um, I'm typing one handed, which. God help us all. Should I get Alexa to play us some music? No, because she might do the creepy laugh. Although <laughs> I want to hear the creepy laugh. Uh, let's see. Spoilers below. Yes. Oh, uh, the United Nations. Oh, right, 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 right. In my Sorry. brain, that was part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was just part of the movie. Sorry. Um. Anyway. So, yeah. All of the gorgeous badass women in this movie, can I get an amen? Hell yes, amen. Uh, Shuri, science princess. I love her to death. She is a vibranium reinforced ball of sunshine. Also A plus in her exasperation with Ross as he's exploring her lab. Yeah, that I was like, oh, I'm not a super genius, but like I know that feel mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Don't touch don't, anything. Don't, just, just don't touch anything. Uh, also a note when she was showing T'Challa the new suits, she had a very valid reason to scoff at his royal sandals. Open toed shoes are a big no no in any kind of lab. I think it was more that it's like, oh my god, you giant nerd, you wore those dumb sandals. They just really wanted to do the meme. Yeah. What, what are those? It was great. So great. Her execution was way better. Yeah. Uh, says, I'm super science stupid, and even I know that. Uh, that's no open-toed shoes in a lab. I mean, that's true. So, A, triple plus to our science princess for A, teasing her brother, B, attempting to practice safe science, and C, managing to sneak in a meme reference. Yep. I definitely cackled at another white, 
another broken white boy to fix. Oh, God, me too. I mean, so there's your Bucky reference right there. Yeah, Janya almost peed herself. I did. Uh, when you said you were bringing me to America for the first time, I was expecting Coachella. Actually, she said bringing me to California for the first time. Did she say California? She says America. She says California. I mean, she did movie. reference Coachella, though. Yes, she did. Which is but terrible. Coachella or Disneyland. Mostly owned by, like, kind of a white yeah. supremacist. So, but anyway. Um, oh, like, you wouldn't be picking apart all the tech at Disneyland, Shuri. Take a thousand fix of this, please. Oh, my God, she would, too. Something that's really stuck in my head about Nakia and T'Challa's relationship at the end of the movie, he compromises. Yeah, he asks her to stay, but it's more in a sense of stay in a relationship with me that doesn't require her staying in Wakanda. He offers her a way to both be his queen and help others outside of Wakanda. I think that's awesome because he's not only trusting her with the image and care of their country, but he trusts her enough as a romantic partner to let her pursue a calling that would require her to be away from him for long periods of time. Yeah. He's not making her give up her calling to be with him. He's wiggling things around so both can be achieved. Yeah. Uh, Okoye, just yes. Yeah. Just yes. Apparently also Rhino Mom. She is everything. Uh, also, if he touches you again, I'm going to impale him to that desk. Yeah. And guns. So primitive. Oh, my God. The script. <laughs> I, I lo- Does she speak English? When she wants when to. When she wants to. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. He just peed a little, too. And not in a fun way. She executed that line so well. Because yeah. she just kind of points at him. Points at the desk. Yeah. Like, I just want that scene. Oh, my God. To play on a loop. Yeah. Uh, the script writing definitely understood the sibling parent dynamic as well. Ramonda doesn't see Shuri flip T'Challa off to know she is acting very unprincess like. Did I mention how much I love Shuri? Oh my god. As per usual, it comes down to women saving the kingdom. I mean that true. That said, props to Mbaku for not only for not only a gracious loser, but willing to put the guy who kicked his ass on ice rather than just letting him die. My understanding is that Umbako is actually a villain in the Black Panther comics. Yes, we'll talk about that. The thing I liked about Umbaku, though, is not only did he just not let Black Panther die, but he also, they had the heart-shaped herb and were ready he to give it. He could have taken it. He could have taken it. Very easily, he could and have he taken it. he was like, no. Nope. Like, Damn it. That's great. So, yeah, there's him. a lot of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for there? Not loyalty. Integrity. Integrity. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, It says, I feel like they weren't trying to set him up as a villain for the Black Panther movies here, though. If he is, then he'd be one of the ones who have a very respectful relationship with T'Challa. Like, they may not agree philosophically, and he can respect the methods and motives. We'll talk about him. Yeah. Uh, Everett Ross trying hard not to be an idiot white boy while inadvertently being an idiot white boy. In his defense, the Wakandans have been so damn secretive about their country, his ignorance is not entirely his fault. I've seen a lot of people pit Loki and Killmonger against each other as the greatest MCU villain, and I'm just like, why not both? <laughs> like, I personally will always be loyal to my boy Loki. He seems to be morphing into more into an anti-hero, but I can yeah. easily see the draw of Killmonger. His last line, though, you have to be, you really have to be this textbook definition of ing- ignorant and stupid and potentially racist not to be affected by that line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trump. <clears throat> yeah. A wild Bucky appeared. And I would love to see a friendship between Shuri and Bucky since she fixed his brain. Emphasis on friendship, not smooshes. Yes. Yes. Also way to tie an infinity war without an infinity stone. Where is the last stone? Dun, dun, dun. You asking what we all asking. You are. 
Although I will say, I didn't think about it the entire movie. It wasn't until we were talking about it later that we were like, wait. wait. So, like, that's a good mark of a good movie. Okay, so this email is from Michael. Yay. Yay. I was really getting worried. We hadn't heard from him, but he finally emailed. Aloha, ladies. Oh, he was conning. I forgot. Yeah. He was doing con. Um, Aloha, ladies. Wakanda forever. Yes. Well, that was a fun movie. Black Panther was not one of the characters I was heavily invested in as a younger reader. He just cameoed from time to time, so I was able to go into this movie without the kind of canonical baggage I take in most other comic movies. You know, I love strong female characters, and this movie had that for sure. As artists run through the biggest stars of this movie for me is Ruth E. Carter. She was the lead costume designer for the movie. Her work provides such a stunning character palette to, quote, draw from, pun intended, for those of you who are Jesus. regular listeners, you'll know that Michael is an artist. And likes to make who dad likes jokes. To, who <laughs> loves his dad jokes and draws stuff for us time to time. That's so amazing. He's great. You should go check out his artwork. Yes. Um, on our, uh, you can find him on our Facebook feed. And we'll tell people where to find that shortly. Because we need to do that. Yes, we will. Uh, the Afrofuturism on display in the clothing and architecture is amazing, even more so when you get to see the costumes up close. He has drawn uh, Okoye. You showed that to I me. I did show you Okoye. He's drawn some of several of the others, too. It was, yeah. I just saw the Okoye, and it was amazing. Uh, it says, I look for drawing reference. I got to look at a lot of detail into the costumes. Uh, there are two plots the eventually converge. Mm-hmm. One being Killmonger's story of orphaned man without a country that fights his way into a position to challenge the throne and T'Challa's story of dealing with the sins of his father and how best to rule the nation and its interaction with the outside world. Killmonger makes for a good villain in that his motivations are understandable and even sympathetic. Where the motivation leads him, though, is to a very dark response. He is not out simply to free people from oppression. Rather, his goals are conquest and retribution. Yeah. T'Challa's arc, while adequate, isn't all that compelling. The character's character is such that one doesn't doubt that he'll ultimately come to a good decision. Yeah, and I think, I honestly, I think to some extent they kept that part of the movie kind of simple. Just because we were getting so much stuff. I think they were just trying to introduce this part of the world as a lead into yeah. Infinity War. They needed to introduce... X amount of characters and storyline yeah. to feed into and, Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Um, but the Killmonger storyline is a strong storyline that runs through the Black Panther. Um, it's one of many story arcs. One of the things... Uh, M'Baku is another group of story arcs. One of the things I liked about Killmonger's storyline, too, was that it wasn't pure supervillain, I'm gonna blow up the moon! <laughs> it, it was... He had, he had a legitimate issue... And like Michael he said, he had a legitimate claim. He even. took it way far, but like yeah. the root of it was, yeah, yeah, people are oppressed all over the place, a lot. Let's talk about that. And Wakanda you know. should be helping. So that's what I liked about Killmonger. It wasn't just complete, like you know, it wasn't completely over the top and dumb villain stuff, right? But you know, so, um, sorry, carry on. Yeah, there's plenty more. All the ladies in the movie killed it, in my opinion. They took this movie from good to great. Yes. Okoye, Nakia, Shuri, Ramonda, and the Dora Milaje. All fantastic. Okoye, in particular, stole all the scenes she was in. Oh, yeah. God, she did. 
Shuri was incensed the comic relief, but she did so with so much heart. Yeah. The only thing that didn't quite work for me was that I was, knew she was supposed to be around 16 in the movie, and though she felt younger than T'Challa, I really didn't read her as that young. I could see that. I saw see, some scenes she seemed younger, and in some scenes she seemed yeah. older. Yeah. When she was in her element, and she was confident. Yeah. But then, like, when they were out on the the challenge... She seemed... She seemed so much younger. Yeah. Yeah. Which I want to talk about that, too. <laughs> uh, he says, don't get me wrong, the male supporting characters were impressive, too. Wakabi, M'Baku, Zuri, Ross, and Claw were all great, too. Andy Circus looked like he was having a blast as Claw. He did, too. Wakabi siding with Killmonger was understandable, but still somehow managed to feel too strong of a flip. But the resolution with Okoye was worth it. M'Baku, yeah. what can I say? They gave him some great lines, and Winston, Winston Duke ate it up. He did. His scenes. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. You know Michael put that in there just so I... I know he did. Say it. It's fine. It's, I'm fine with it. You did it the right way, too. Thank you. Thank Proud you. of you. I've done that one at work, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, did I tell you about the M'Baku challenge? I've heard about it, but... I have another paragraph and I'll be done with this email. Okay. Okay. So there's one thing that in retrospect kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but it's from overthinking it. And at the end when T'Challa decides to use Wakandan. Wakandan? Wakandan resources and tech to make things better in the world. They show him set up a STEM outreach in Oakland. I get that it ties to Killmonger, but wouldn't it, wouldn't, I would have liked to see him lifting up Africa first or at least also. Yeah. But this is niggling for an otherwise great movie. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, we just didn't see. Because I think Nakia, in particular, was keenly aware when she was going across the border and helping these women that had been taken mm -hmm. by rebels. Uh, you know, they touched on uh, child soldiers. Like, I feel like Nakia, even if everybody else forgot about Africa... I feel like Nakia wouldn't let him do that. So I'm hoping that it was uh, it was happening at the same time as this Oakland stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's why well, they showed it is because it was the possible. But Killmonger. I mean, I totally get where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you start closer to home. Exactly. Which is, you know, but I, but also, I mean, he's right. Also, Killmonger grew up. This is where he was from. And that's part In of Oakland. That's part of what um, Njobu uh, was saying was we have to help these people. Mm -hmm. These people are now, oppressed. They've got drugs in their community. They, you know, all this stuff. What was it? Um, what you were? Thinking? I read an article because originally it was Harlem in the comics, but there was a reason why they moved it to Oakland. And I can't remember what it was. Well, they I said it in '92, so I assumed it was because of the Rodney King stuff. Mm -mm. Oh, that that's wasn't it. Oakland. That's. Oh. No, Oakland is a different place. Alexa wanted to respond to that. Oakland, California. Yeah. Um, but there was a reason why they moved it to Oakland. Instead of, and you said Instead it was Instead of Harlem? having it in Harlem. You think just... Because to... all of the MCU happens in... Okay, I need a... I'm not going to say her name to shut the hell up. Um, she's sentient and will murder she, us all. She will, in my sleep. Um, is it because of Luke Cage? They didn't want to put it in, no, Luke, in the Luke no, Cage No, it wasn't sphere? that simple. Hmm. Hold on. Um, so, oh, well, I'm, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about the M'Baku challenge because it's dumb and stupid okay. and I like it. Um, so apparently uh, people started memorizing his speech 
at the very beginning when he comes to the challenge Mm -hmm. and they recorded themselves doing it um with full like uh that's what made me think of it the ooh ooh um and uh somebody like pointed winston duke to it um the actor who plays who plays him and he was just really flattered that that was a thing and everybody's like damn how many times have y'all seen this that you memorized the scene and it's like people are seeing this movie a lot yeah they are but it's really funny so if you um there's stuff going around twitter i know that uh different videos and it's not just men um doing the mbaku challenge Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's amazing um but yeah because his delivery on that was just so fun even when you were like i don't like him he was so charismatic um even before you got him Who, in the Baku? second yeah oh i love him before you got him in the second part of the movie where you're like he helped um he was just like magnetic he really was very charismatic even killmonger was though mm-hmm. um because you don't get the the really nasty parts of killmonger until after he becomes king <gasps> oh what do you find it yeah keep going okay oh wait i hear it i found it go ahead uh, the Oakland Connection. While yes. most of Black... This is an article on the Washington Post, by the way. It's... Um, here are some references you might have missed article. I can't believe I put Oakland in L.A. I'm a dummy. Wow. Go ahead. It's the same state, though. It's a big state. It is a big state. <laughs> it's a very big state. It says, while, uh, it says, while most of Black Panther takes place in Wakanda and South Korea, we get to see Oakland, California in 1992 and in the present day. The Bay, the Bay Area City, which serves as some Wakandans' American home base, is a fitting choice for the film. While Harlem is the American city used in the comics, it was a personal choice for writer-director Ryan Coogler to use Oakland, his hometown, as the connection instead. Oh! The first scene that Coogler, Coogler wrote was the opening scene that takes place in the early 1990s. He says, writing it was a test of what this movie could be. The interesting part about being black is until you open up your mouth, people don't know where you're from. Coogler told the outlet, I was... I thought it would be cool if you start the scene in Oakland. You have these two black dudes, and they talk, and you go, oh, hey, it's two black dudes from Oakland. And then at some point, the guy switches and starts talking with the African accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, wait, this dude's from Africa? Mm-hmm. You realize, oh, yeah, I can't tell the difference. He looks like the same people you know. Yeah. Uh, da-da-da, co-writer Robert Joe Cole added that starting in Oakland was never questioned. That was Ryan. That was his heart. This is where it was going to be. Oakland is also the birthplace of the Black Panther organization. What? I did not know that. And I did not know that the uh, character came first. Yes. I did not know by, that. By not just, by a lot. but Just a few months. And we'll talk about the name. But I did not know that. Uh, at some point. Uh, this is which began there in the 1960s before it became a nationwide phenomenon. One of their most popular community programs providing free breakfast to children started in the California city in 1968. So, that's amazing. Uh, okay, so many ties. All the ties. So yeah, that's why they moved it to Oakland. I knew there was a reason. Cool, cool, and it cool, wasn't cool, cool, something cool. dumb. Simple. It was there was more heart to it. Yeah, than that. So anyway, I uh, got one more email. Okay, and then we'll start going over. Uh, After we remind people how they can email us. Yes. So this is from Morgan. Okay. Which, by the way, email us all the time. Please. Your email is glorious and beautiful and multicolored. And filled with shiny pictures. And used GIFs. Yeah. So um, it was a joy to read. It really was. Greetings and salutations. Longtime listener, first time commenter. Oh. Uh, First. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Now with that out of the way. 
As a black woman, I am so freaking excited about this movie that I'm not really sure how to express myself. I've seen it three times and I loved it every time. It's made so much money. Take that people that say POC don't sell. Mm-hmm. Favorite character, Okoye and Shuri. I can't decide between the two. Okoye is HBIC. Head bitch in charge. Thank you. I was looking at it going, I should know this. <laughs> Uh, badass, funny, loves her country and will do anything to protect it. Shuri is basically me, memes and all. She is the best Disney princess. Well, after Leia, who is honorary number one. That's true. I really need a movie with heroes under 25 now with Shuri as the leader. I know. I kind of want her to do like Young Avengers. I know, right? Uh, best scene, the car chase. Ah, oh, girl after my own heart. Yeah. That spirit through the car was everything. I will never be over it. Movie thought. Lotus Pose is officially the best way to fly a ship. Oh my god, she was, uh, she's just perfect. I love that they use sand for moving images. That was so unique. Yeah. All of Okoye's faces were masterful. I want to be her when I grow up. Same. Yeah. Same, and I'm in my 40s. Yeah. So, but same. Yeah. De- I love Denai. She's amazing. I, I have loved Denai since she's appeared on walking dead yeah because i don't know that i've really seen her in anything i never watched walking dead so um life goals and wife goals there you go i mean there you go all wrapped into one yeah oh my gosh and she has Um, no time for your wigs none (laughs) well that's she wears them in walking dead i love how much she so done so done oh it's great she's you can compare her Physical acting right up there with I can do it with a look Martin Freeman. Oh, yeah. Her expressions are like And just gold. when the two of them were on screen together. Yes. It was like a tennis match. Yes. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I want to see more of them together. Yeah. Uh, she goes on to say Nakia doesn't need anyone's help. She's got this. Also, thank goodness she knew that the boy had been kidnapped also. Oh, uh, you saw her at the Oscars, right? She, mm-hmm. she was sporting... Uh, the like the glittery paint on her mm-hmm. head because she was going full bald. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was so like, oh, I, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. You're talking about deny, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, everyone just seemed to roast T'Challa every chance they get. It was yeah. so cool and collected and methodical in Civil War. I did not expect that he was an adorable nerd that's constantly the butt of his friends and family jokes. I'm glad we got a lot more because I was kind of expecting him to be more because we see him at a really bad time in Civil War. True. So I'm glad we yeah. got to see him, you know. A lot more levity. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is now required to only wear that museum outfit because damn. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, but we are... also the challenge outfit where he takes the shirt off. Both. Both both are good. Yeah. Uh, we are vegetarian. <laughs> Vegetarians and then M'Baku starts laughing. Gets me every time. <laughs> Was not expecting Bucky in the end credits. I expect Bucky everywhere. I once, Bucky should be in every movie and every scene. Once they actually mentioned the white boy, I was like, we're going to see him. Oh, yeah. I knew that second yeah. he was going to be in credits. Yeah. Because, well, we talked about he's there. Yeah. And they purposely did not show his tank or whatever he was put in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but it goes on to say, I'll take it. He and Shuri had a nice dynamic. She really seems to like fixing people. And I wonder how that will play out in future movies. She needs to give Rhodey new legs. She needs to go up to because you know Tony's built him mm-hmm. new legs. Yeah, she needs to walk up him to give him, walk up to him and go. What are those? 
<laughs> he didn't lose his legs though. Why does he have no, new he, legs? He, back, he hurt his back. He can't walk. Remember? Yeah, but like he vision need... shot him out of the sky. Yeah, but he doesn't need new legs. He didn't lose they're, the no, legs. They're, no, they're like braces. Oh, okay. Okay. I, mean, I was they're, confused they... for a second there. Yeah, but no. Okay. I mean, okay. no, but yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I don't mean like Sergeant Dan's got no legs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan's got no legs. New legs, but Jesus. it's late and I've had wine. It's fine. Uh, anyway, she says, I'm also looking forward to see if they follow up on the White Wolf thing in Infinity War. I think they will. We'll talk about that. Yeah. I need all of the Wakandan tech like yesterday. Kamoyo beads, blanket shields. I'm looking at you, Silicon Valley. Okay, I should stop before this becomes a novel. Honey, have you seen the rest of the emails people write? You yeah, are, it's fine. This You're is fine. fine. Uh, overall, I love the movie a lot. Can't wait to see what these characters do next. My only negative thoughts about the movie are Tumblr, fandom related, um, which I don't count against the movie, but I'm mad people are being so toxic. People can wank about anything on Tumblr. So there's a reason why I've gotten away from Tumblr. Yeah. I literally met my best, you, Yeah, my best friend here. I met you on Tumblr and I've met so many awesome people um, because of Tumblr. So many awesome people. Our, our guest stars, Caitlin and Claire, that come on our show sometimes. We met them through Tumblr. But Tumblr is very toxic. It can be, yeah. It can be very toxic yeah. if you're not careful. Um, so About I have, nothing, too. About stupid shit. People will wank all so, over anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally... I'm, I'm glad I haven't been spoiled by that for this movie. Um, but I know that feel. Okay, so it says, Wakanda Forever, I'm sure I'm one of many to sign off like this. Most people started, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Disney needs to build Wakanda somewhere because I need to move there. Uh, the Atlanta airport was ready to, uh, they had that on their sign, and I really would have been like, how much are tickets? Which um, I think was amazing. She sent us a picture of her premiere outfit. Look at that. I saw that. Isn't that gorgeous? Great. We saw so many, like, I'm out- not is that, I felt lazy to be in sweatpants. You were comfortable. I'm trying to see if that's a head wrap. Or, it's hard to tell. I think it is a head wrap. That's awesome. But it's gorgeous. I love the colors because, you know, purple. Everybody looked amazing. Oh, I know. We were in our crappy clothes. Yeah. Uh, I wore Loki pants. Yeah, you did. Um, I think I wore my... Did I wear my Bucky shirt? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Um... And then sent a bunch of articles about people went, went all out for Black Panther premiere. It was glorious. Yes. I was hoping we would see some of that, too, because I had already seen um, some of that uh, reported on the news. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I hope our people show up. And they did. And it was amazing. And I was it, it just made me really happy. Uh, and the last thing is, if Shuri is not an official science bro by the end of Infinity War, I will riot. Uh, she is a science princess. I have a very so specific we're just gonna, thing I want to see with her and Tony. We're just going to leave it at that. So that's, I think, all of the email. Yeah. Um, and emails. if you need to shout at us about future MCU things. Because uh, next is Infinity War. Yeah. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash random podcasts. I'll be honest with you though, Facebook or email is probably going to get you yeah. the easiest way to get in touch with us. Yeah. Email's easiest, I think, because we can like. We both get into it all the time. And we can file it um, and it's easier to. Because you usually have to screenshot Facebook, right? I usually will screenshot Facebook or it'll Twitter disappear. to you. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, to put, to file it away for uh, review. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Um, I'll, I screenshot a lot of stuff. But yeah, Facebook. And if you ever talk to us on Facebook, you're usually talking to me because Queenie doesn't do the social. I, I um, hate Facebook. It's fun. With a you do flaming passion. You do it's it's and it's generally Twitter. Both of us will respond. And if at if the same only, time, if only one of them has a GIF, that's me. There's that. Um, and if you get the exact same response twice, that means we both responded yeah. within seconds of each other because yeah. we share a brain. Yeah, that true. That real true. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we love to, I mean, we sat here for an hour and a half talking about Black Panther before we started. After we had talked about it like a bunch of other times. In order to talk about it. Yes. So <laughs> we eat this shit up. When we started this podcast, we're like, we're not going to become that Marvel podcast. Yeah. And here 97 we, Marvel casts later. And here we are. And yet. We are that Marvel <laughs> podcast now. Didn't mean for it to happen. It okay, though. You were trouble when I walked in. <laughs> I We just get so passionate about it. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Oh, but also check out our webpage. Oh, yeah. Uh, RamTPodcast.com. Speaking of our other podcast, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back from hiatus. Yep. Um, Potentially so ch- the last season. We're not sure. They're don't treating know. it like it. Don't know. They're writing it we like it is. We just had a 100th episode that we haven't even cashed yet. Oh, I know. We got to do that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Gotham. Mm-hmm. We're recording that right now. Um, we've got on our miniseries, we've got The Fades, which stars uh, Ian DeCastaker from... Ages of Shield, but it also stars Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya, who is Mkabe, yeah, and Black Panther. So you should go check if you haven't seen it. It's called The Fades. It's yes. on Amazon Prime right now. It's only six episodes, um, and it's from 2011. So they're sweet little they're innocent so young. babies. Um, Natalie Dormer's in it too. Yes, uh, yes, she is. Uh, so is Joe Dempsey from yep. uh, Game of Thrones, but mostly those two guys. Yeah, uh, and Mkabe is in it, and you really should watch it. Nanu, nanu. Um, <laughs> you watch it you'll understand that reference but we've got a a single it was a commission podcast yeah um uh, it's over on our uh mini series feed so go check that out and if you would like your very own sponsored podcast um, it too can be yours it too can be yours for a donation of uh 100 or more yep uh you can pick a movie um or a short mini series yeah like a limited like series type no deal. more than 10 episodes yeah we'll do a season of but beyond that we'll either do a season of if it's a limited series like that 10 or under or a mini series that's like you know yeah um but you'll get like but it'll still just be one podcast yeah um or movie uh porn is is perfectly i would like to once again remind our mcu public that there exists winter soldier porn so soldier uh winter soldier cap yeah specifically yeah uh so porn out there Reminding not Claire and Caitlin. Beyond um, doing porn. So um, so throw that out there. But, you know, if you do want to help support us because you just love us that much. You can do that as well. You can do that as well. I mean, as little as like a dollar. Yeah. Helps li- keep every the little bit on. helps and we appreciate every bit of it. Yeah. We're coming up on our annual um, renewals. Our annual renewals for our web domain and our uh, hosting, which is unlimited. So yeah. that you can... Get, you listen to any of our podcasts forever. We don't archive. We don't. Um, it's all available out there. Um, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot in your ear holes. Yeah, it but, is. You know, hey, it's out there. <laughs> um, but that's all appreciated. You can go to our website. There is a button that says throw money at us. Yep. Literally throw money at us. Yep. Um, and the donations are always appreciated. Um, 
to help pay for all of that, keeping the lights on, and um, I'd no longer get free movies. So yeah, there's that. Movie Pass only doesn't fully cover you if you want to go to like multiples in one day. Yeah, the or the IMAX, or you know, popcorn. Yeah, yeah. It just helps. You know, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. Uh, anything else before we move on? No. Okay. Where do you want to go? Um, okay. So I know we usually do, would do characters now, but I kind of want to talk about Wakanda as a whole. Wakanda itself is a character. Because so. this is a new place for us. New location. Um, and it's so fucking like cool. Like physical location. Yeah, We've heard about so it. It's so cool. But... Um, and I did want to get, cause I did have a, a little bugaboo, yeah, yeah. um, before we get further in i had a little bit of an issue um and the honestly the only reason i caught it is because i watched civil war like within the week before we saw black panther because i was like i want to get a t'challa refresher remember how yeah, yeah. fucking awesome he is mm-hmm. um and we uh we just re-listened to the scene again um when you did uh, play it for us t'chaka is at the united nations right before he gets blowed up um mm. which mbaku really you had to bring that up. That was not T'Challa's that was, fault. No, that was low. Anyway, um, so T'Chaka that is, was uh, Zemo. Yeah. So T'Chaka is speaking to the UN, and um, he says that the Wakandan students that were killed in Nigeria were on an outreach mission, which doesn't track with everything we've heard about them being isolationists. Um, so you're you're. Uh, uh, your possible explanation is they were war dogs and he had to say that and they were outreach it up. to cover their asses, um, which is possible. But also he starts talking about how Wakanda has too long been in the shadows. Yeah. So he was already, I, once it was it got clear to the, his dad was already moving toward that. I tried to argue it, but I couldn't. And because we talked about it, there is no way T'Chaka got up there and said anything that he hadn't first discussed with T'Challa. With T'Challa, as someone he is grooming to take his place right. as ruler, why Why would he do that? Why would he lie? Why would yeah. he withhold information? And I feel like T'Challa would have been on board with him. <coughs> I um, agree. So they were already going down that road, so I feel like we took a step back at the beginning of this film. Um, it's like they hand-waved it away. Like Yeah. Um, nobody will and remember. I, and I will say, it was a very tiny part of a movie that Ryan Coogler did not have any say in. Correct. So, but the entire plot of Black Panther was his. Should we step out? Should we exactly? Yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah, that was a little. Yeah, but that's literally, I think, one of my only criticisms. Welcome to the world of podcasting. Yeah. How yeah. you watch things is completely different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. So I just wanted to get that out of the that's way. That's a harsh. We, yeah. Uh, that's a harsh incontinuity, especially for MCU. Yeah. They they used to be so tight with their continuity, um, that that just really blew me away when you you had me listen to it mm-hmm. before we podcast. And it was like, and I was because halfway through I was like, I, I can argue this. I can. No, I can't. Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. Damn. So so that that's pretty big. Um, I just, because, you know, my ADD causes me to flip through socials while you're talking. Right, right. Um, this is off of Facebook. Oh my God. (laughs) This is hilarious. Actually, I've decided that Infinity War just needs to be 2.5 hours of Peter Parker trying his best to address various adult superheroes as politely as possible and struggling a lot. Attempts range from, your majesty, Mr. Panther, sir. Oh my God. 
accepted with only a small twitch of the lips and Shuri giggling a lot, to Star-Lord, which earns him two hours of riotous mockery from a talking raccoon. Oh, my God. Ant-Man, sir? Mr. Man? Mr. Ant? Oh, my God. And and, and Ant-Man's just as bad because he was calling Hawkeye Arrow Guy. And this, oh, gosh, this is a comment from our friend Sasha. Oh, God. So like, Excuse me, Mr. Panther, sir, your highness. Um, I'm Penis Parker. I mean, Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, share the page. Okay, that's beautiful. Uh, share that to our Facebook page because that's fucking hilarious. That is beautiful and dumb. Sorry. My, I had mm, I had to interrupt with that. That, that was okay. great. Okay, so, um, yeah, that inconsistency really bugs me, too. Yeah, so. Uh, okay. What else? Anything else? Did you want to talk about the the costuming? Um. Yeah. God. I mean, gorgeous. I, I just gorgeous. Um. And also so uh, beautiful. And it was not Q-tips waving in the wind like they did in Star Wars. <laughs> and it, was that the prequels? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know. Oh God. Oh God. Um. It worked though. I mean, God damn. I mean, yeah. But uh, no, this this was gorgeous, and uh, the more I looked into it, because I was trying to look into the um, into the uh, uh, what? Are, hold on, I've got five hundred tabs open. Yeah, you do. Uh, the Kamoyo beads. I was trying to look into that. Um, I was looking into the script um, that was used in the film throughout the film, and um, I read a really cool article. It's on the Mary Sue, which is a site I really like. Me too. Um, and uh, or no, it's not shit. Uh, that was another, uh, damn it. That was another oh. <laughs> article about black women, which we'll get to that. Okay, I'm just gonna um, sit here. So, uh, this is on IndieWire, and it's all about, uh, Hannah Belcher, or, uh, Beechler. Um, she was the production designer for Black Panther. Uh-huh. And the amount of damn detail that she and, and, uh, Ryan was right there with her and her whole crew mm-hmm. was, it wasn't just, let's, pick an african script they could have easily picked um like the one that they uh it was based on ancient Nigeri- nigerian um and it they could have just used that and just mm-hmm. been done right but they didn't because these assholes are quality driven um and i love them for it because it was like okay well now it was secretive and so we wanted it based on p- pictography so it was um her and ryan like tweaked it and um, they did all this research and like the um, the composer went to like the Museum of African Sounds to wow. like, I mean, like everybody on this film that I read about was, went above and beyond. Well, it was important to do so. It because it actually meant something to them. Yeah. Um, to the creators. Yeah. And um, and they said with because uh, they they likened um, the language that that like the, the script that they use, they likened it to um, to Klingon because uh, they didn't have to start from scratch. Klingon was full scratch. Um, and yeah, so they didn't was. have to do that. But they also didn't just want to chuck in some other African language and be like, see, look, it's Wakandan. Right. So they actually like tried to evolve it from another language and and we know that um and this this was at least i'm glad this was consistent with civil war um they were speaking uh a south african language yes um and that's actually uh john connie who plays uh t'chaka Mm -hmm. actually uh helped school chadwick on it when they were on uh the civil war set yes um to get his pronunciation and everything right 
Um, so like just my God, the amount, like if, if all the creator, like not to say that a lot of people phone things in, but I feel like if this level of detail and love was paid to every movie, like oh, my yeah. God. Oh yeah. So I think I, I, it makes me so happy to see it making so much damn money. Um, because mm-hmm. I see like that's, that's what studios, uh, and companies recognize is, ooh, money bankable yeah um so that's why this was so important it was to be like see you can make movies about people of color and like it will make you money and not just about people of color but the the heritage that goes into all of that and it was pride it wasn't just oh here's the depressing story about the ghetto right yeah and so white people can walk away feeling like oh i feel good about my life it's like no this is pride and this was yes i mean they're they're better than you and they know it (laughs) everything about wakanda is better than everywhere else i know um i know i'm i'm moving yeah next week i forgot to mention that to you i'm going with i'm moving to wakanda um because um, as soon as i figure out where it is just amazing as soon as i get through that rainforest yeah i'm golden yeah Yeah. um so be like i'm sorry i want to live here i love you you can call me white wolfess it's (laughs) fine Where's Bucky? Um, but yeah, that's so, okay. There's there's my actual yeah, motivation. Yeah, that's your motivation. Yeah, um, but yeah, also tech. You know how I love tech. I know. Uh, oh, so yeah, God. I'm glad you brought that up because the uh, I, I I wish the movie would have had time to go into it, but they would have had a lot of time to go into everything. Um, I'm that asshole that wants a seven hour movie. Um, the beads that they used, mm-hmm. um, they didn't. Like, they were really cool, and they were using them as, like, phones, and they were using them... They were, like, universal remotes. Yeah. They were awesome. Um, They were their communicators. Yeah, they were everything. And so, I looked into it... Which, I would like to point out that Everett Ross has has He has a bracelet. And you know she has to program that for the wearer. Yeah. Well, uh, it's actually not... It's everybody in Wakanda. As far as the comics goes, everybody in Wakanda has one of those. Good. Because it provides, like, different beads do different functions. Yes. Um, so they have the, the main bead. Um, it's called the prime bead, and it provides their entire medical history because they wear it from birth. Nice. Um, so they That's have, serious awesome tech. Yeah. So they have the audiovisual bead, which is the holographic display that yeah, we, we see. Yeah, we saw that in, the like, the marketplace. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. The communicator bead, and then the beads can be added with different functions based on, like, if you're a... Uh, Dora Milaje, you probably got some beads that some, you know, regular folk don't have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like everybody in the country, you have their full health data right there. Nice. Um, so I was just like, holy crap, that bracelet's even cooler than I thought. I know. I need three. Um, so yeah, I just fucking just all this stuff was that just was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I walked out of there going, okay, I need to, I need to look into this. I need to look yeah, into you And did. you're usually my researcher. Yeah, you. There was stuff you wanted to dig into. Yeah, like I dug into the the characters. Yeah, um, but you went into the stuff, a lot of other stuff, and that's. Yeah. I'm, I was glad to see that this movie inspired you enough to do that. Yes, yes. Because um, if I care enough to not just be done with it right, when I'm yeah. done with it, like I I do I dig into the the research and the comics and stuff because it's what I love to do. Yeah, um, I never resented you that you don't do that. Just so you know. Thank you. I just love to do it. Yes. You giant um, nerd you. And I'll, and I'll dread it and dread it and dread it. But once I sit down and get started. Oh. Yeah. Honey. 
it's like being in a candy store. You have to pry her away. You do. I yeah. have to go to bed. Um, but one other thing I wanted to mention yeah, yeah. before we go on is, sure. um, at least, and of course they didn't show this in the movie, so this is purely based on canon, uh, comic canon. Um, they don't work when you go outside of the country. Because we saw that as a very different prospect in the MCU. Because we see them travel to South Korea. Um, but I thought that was very they interesting. Don't, oh, they the don't beats work don't work. Because they work with the vibranium in the in the uh, country. And so they just... Mm, you, so there's no cell service outside of Wakanda. Yeah, and you try to like steal their tech. It won't work. Nice. Yeah. So, so I thought that was interesting. Claw? Well, Claw just stole vibranium. Oh, he just the stole straight up still vibranium. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, good point. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, there you go. Awesome. Uh, so, anything what do you else? want? Anything specific you want to get into with Wakanda? Uh, not that I can think of right this second. Okay. But we can, I mean, we just bounce from character to character and devolve as, as needed. Because that's... Into screaming. As we do. Right, right. Um, so... Let's just start with T'Challa, because... Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, he's our my king. titler character. My king. Uh, so, writer-director... I'm uh, not writer-director. <laughs> um, we didn't actually... Like, Ryan Coogler's the director. Yeah. Um, and I think you mentioned him and the other writer's name yeah, in your screenplay. Oakland thing. So, Joe, um, somebody. Mm, Please write his name. all the things forever. Write all the things. So, anyway... Uh, and, of course, all the comics that I'm going to mention will be in our show notes um, for your reference. So you don't have to stop and try and remember all of this. Black Panther was first seen in Fantastic Four, Volume 1, Number 52, back in 1966. Okay. That was in early 1966. The Black Panther Party was not around until late 1966. That's so trippy. I assumed they, na- they named the character to capitalize off of no. the Black Panther Party. Which, no. actually, now that I think about it, they probably wouldn't have done no. that. No, 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 no. Um, he is the first superhero of color. That's amazing. Um, they did try to rename him to Black Leopard in nineteen seventy. After Black Panther in nineteen seventy two. Yeah, but it didn't just take. didn't take. Yeah, did not take. They did try. Uh, <laughs> his original concept name was Cole Tiger. What? That's so dumb, Stan. Stan. I'm not mad. He's credited as Thirsty Gambler, by the way. Uh, oh, good. Um, so Stan Lee is his creator, and Jack Kirby is the artist. I mean, yeah. this is. I mean, he is a Stan Lee, Jack Kirby original, yep. as we all know he would be. Um, so that was launched back in 19. Uh, they cared about uh, representation even back then. Yeah, they did. Um, because at some point, uh, somebody suggested. Uh, putting him up against the Ku Klux Klan or something, and he had Black Panther just demolish. That is amazing. In that storyline, um, they were like, "Yeah, no, we're not doing." They were like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." So they like, and then threw it in the trash. We're done. Oh my! They gosh. weren't going to do that. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, uh, so some fun facts. Uh, T'Challa has a PhD in physics. 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 Um, he will be in Infinity Warp. I think we knew all of that. Yes. Uh, his current series was launched in 2016. It is still running. Okay. Okay. Um, I found a mention of a Kamoyo card as a, instead of a bracelet. Okay. So I don't know. I didn't dig too deep into that. I've got a question mark next to it. Um. Yeah, I, I have a reference to it too. Um, they're similar to, I'm assuming that's tablet-like. Let me open that up. Card versus the bracelet. I'm not sure. Extremely, it's like a PDA. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I get when that. your bracelet just won't do it. 
Uh, I mean, we covered a lot about him when we talked about Civil War too. So yeah. we're not going to yeah. get into too much. Uh, Ramonda is his stepmother. In the comics. In canon- and everything I'm talking about is canonic yeah. in the comics. Uh, Ramonda's his stepmother. She was actually T'Chaka's third wife. Okay. Uh, she is Suri's mother. Okay. Um, she actually got kidnapped for a long time, and it was originally thought that she ran off with another man until T'Challa later found her and brought her back home. There's a lot more mama shenanigans, because we see it with Frigga um, and Odin in them, mm-hmm. and Asgard, and we see it with uh, the Black Panther royal family, that the MCU's just like, nah, we're not messing with that. No, man. They're no, all... there's a lot they hand-waved. Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, actually, also, uh, Clock is the one who killed T'Chaka. Okay. Uh, when we start talking about Claw, I'll explain how all of that came about and how it relates to Killmonger. What an asshole. Which actually we'll talk about with Killmonger. Okay. Uh, Killmonger actually challenged T'Challa twice in the comics, um, and he did not actually kill him. Okay. So. Uh, okay, so um, in the movie, they talk about... They do, it's the doo 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 and they go back in the day and talking about the Wakanda and the Civil War and everything, and yeah. then the vibranium crashes. Which, did you realize that was, um, that was not T'Chaka and T'Challa? No, that was supposed to be big, ancient, back in the day. No, I mean, tell me a story, Baba. I thought that was T'Challa. No, that was, um. That was N'Jobu and, uh, and. Eric. What is Eric's full name? I can't remember. N- Najatika. Yeah, yeah. I I assumed that was uh, T'Challa and T'Chaka, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that the, we you get the impression that that was ancient. Yeah. And then the Jabari tribe um, goes off. Yeah. But um, who said fuck T'Challa you. actually condemned the Jabari tribe. Oh, okay. He he kind of he sent them away. Sent them away, and Mbaku, which is where Mbaku actually becomes a villain. Um, oh. so, but we'll get to more about his story later, but yeah, a lot of the stuff that they hand wave is in, but it's actually yeah. not, uh, more modern. Uh, so there's that, uh, da, 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 da. he, uh, the, the war dogs that they, they talk about it in the film, the war dogs, yes. um, which were, I think is a weird name for that group, but whatever. But the word for them was Hatut Zaraze. Yeah. Which was um, run, uh, headed up by one uh, white wolf whose name was Hunter, who is a bad guy. Is eventually right? Is he? Because okay, wasn't white wolf an adopted kid? He is T'Challa's adopted older brother. Okay, and he thought he was going to be king. He he white boy. Yeah, and he thought he was going to be king. No, Mm, no, he. He challenged for it. Uh, I what was it? Uh, some somebody called was it Everett called him called him a colonizer, and I was just like, the amount of shade that is being thrown at like, you know, the hundreds of years of oppression. Yeah, I'm just like I was just there for it. But I thought yes. I think it's funny that a white boy gets adopted and thinks that he's gonna you know be the king of this nation. It's like nice. oh honey, sit oh, yeah. down. Um, okay, so the heart-shaped herb Yay. is poisonous to those outside the royal line. Oh, interesting. So I guess that's why they made um, Killmonger Eric Killmonger his yeah. cousin, but he's not. Okay. He's not. But in the film, they didn't make that clear. 
No, he was no. T'Challa's, I mean, heart shaped or being no. They did. They never. You're right. You're yeah. right. They did not. Um, but I guess that's why they made him the brother, mm-hmm. the brother's son, in the line. nephew. He's in the royal line. I don't know. Um, because to, um, and as we all know, T'Challa is played by Chadwick Boseman. I mean, let's not. So. Okay, well, actually, that can't be the case, because if M'Baku would have won the challenge and become king... Yeah, see, yeah, He, could, he would have become Black um, Panther. Yeah, so there's that, too, so I don't know. Although, the king and Black Panther can be two separate people, because T'Challa was already the Black Panther. Um, mm-hmm. T'Chaka was old enough that I'm sure he passed the mantle. Um, so, technically, you don't have to be the Black Panther if you're the king. No, no, the Black Panther and the king are two totally different Things. titles. Yes. Yeah. They're just usually held by the same person. Because even when they did the challenge for the throne, they took away the Black mm-hmm. Panther powers so that it was not an unfair right. advantage. Which so, I yeah, like the that. two don't. Two I thought don't. that was great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, now I've got a paragraph. Who Chadwick Boseman is the just the most precious thing. He's adorable. Because you've seen the Jimmy Kimmel thing where uh, they have uh, people speaking to his poster, saying what the movie means, movie to, them, means, means to them, and then, and then he, comes he comes out from out behind, from behind. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And, um, and what, one of the things I love about that is how Jimmy knew his place. Yes. That this was, he, he not only gave them room to do that, he gave them room yes. to do it. He His place was standing back. When he was invited into the conversation, then yeah. he would go into the conversation but um but yeah he he knew he was leaving it specifically i i have the platform for you to speak yeah i'm giving you that platform that's how you ally yeah anyway it was beautiful okay so i have this paragraph marked okay and i'm trying to read through quickly to figure out why (laughs) um i'm just gonna read it this is straight off of one of the many many t'challa wikis okay apparently whatever i marked it for will come apparent because it's very clear. Theoretically. Uh, after T'Challa discharged Nakia from the Dora Milaje. Oh, yeah. For trying to kill Monica Lynn. Um, by the way, Nakia is not a good person. No, she's a bad guy. She is a bad guy in the comics. Uh, into a fit of jealousy, Nakia was tortured by a, a cubby and rehabilitated by Killmonger, who shaped her into the mad warrior Malice. Yeah. She was replaced in the Dora Milaje by Queen Divine Justice and American-raised Jabari. <clears throat> T'Challa himself returned to the U.S. on a diplomatic mission, leaving his Washington envoy, Everett K. Ross, in ah. charge as regent of Wakanda. What? Until Killmonger tried to destroy Wakanda's economy. To thwart this, the Panther nationalized all foreign companies in Wakanda, causing a global run on the start market, which Tony Stark used to secure a controlling interest in the Wakandan design group. Oh, God. Returning home, the Panther fought Killmonger in ritual combat, but was distracted at a critical juncture by Ross and beaten nearly to death. The Killmonger only relented when Ross, still regent, yielded on T'Challa's behalf, unwittingly giving Black Panther title to Killmonger. T'Challa's life was mystically saved by his allies, Brother Voodoo and Moonlight. While T'Challa recovered, Killmonger tried to join the Avengers as the new Black Panther. And uh, I, I could be <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't have gone well. Super mercenaries such as Deadpool to attack Wakanda again. During the resolent Avengers visit to Wakanda, Ross freed Hunter, 
whose scheming resulted in Killmonger's seeming demise and restoration of T'Challa's title. Okay. Yeah, Deadpool has canonically fought with the Dora Milaje. I just let you hmm. ruminate on that. Deadpool. Yeah. Second only to Bucky. Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. So. So I'm not really sure why I marked that, but apparently at I think some early Ross morning is, uh, hour, I, I think, think it's about Ross's Ross, regent. Yeah. Because Ross is regent. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. I was fully expecting uh, him to be a sketchy character and he was a good guy. I always, well, because I did yeah. reading, um, I always knew he was a good guy. I was hoping he would be because I, I, I like Martin I, Freeman. When he, when Martin Freeman was cast as Everett Ross, um, I had to do some looking into him because I didn't recognize the character. Because we all did the, uh, did the thing from uh, Guardians and went, who? who? <laughs> um, so I did a little looking into him and realized that him and Black Panther were uh, close. Okay. That they cool. were, I don't want to say buddies, um, but they were very close. I feel like he got schooled. Oh, he did. And I oh, liked he it. Did. I liked um, it a lot. But they had to, I mean, how would he not know? Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to Eric Killmonger. Okay. Played by uh, one Michael B. Jordan. Who is so good. Whew. I mean. In so many damn. ways. Damn. <coughs> damn. So um, he was, let's see, where's his, his comic dates are. Oh, uh, one other thing about T'Challa I forgot to mention. Oh, okay. Uh, he actually impersonates the Daredevil. In New York for a short time. That's in Daredevil number 153 from 2011. Daredevil invites him to New York City to take over uh, Hell's Kitchen for him for a period of time. Chadwick, I know you're listening because why aren't you? Um, Don't go near the Deadpool or Deadpool. Jesus. Don't go near the Daredevil series, please. Yeah, just don't. Don't. It's terrible. You're better than that. So uh, back to Eric Killmonger. Yeah, sorry. Uh, His first uh, issue was in Jungle Action. Jesus. Number six from 1973. That's kind of a terrible name. His origin was in issue number eight in 1974. Uh, his apparent death, it's always apparent death these days. His apparent yeah. death was... <laughs> because in, of Bucky. And the Bucky Claws. Yeah. And even he came back. Yes, he did. Uh, he apparently died in Black Panther Volume 4, number 38, in 2008. So there's your comic references. So he's been dead for a while, at least in current canon. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Theoretically. Uh, Najadka. Yeah. He did legally change his name to Eric Killmonger. Okay. Uh, he was recre- created by Don McGregor, uh, writer, and Rick Buckler as okay. the artist. Uh, so, when Claw attacked to get... <laughs> my notes say when Claw attacked to get the V. <laughs> Passed you as a gift. I know. I didn't want to write out vibranium. <laughs> Um, I know it's, it was early morning. Oh my god, that's great. Uh, he press ganged uh, Najadka's father, who uh, is unnamed, by the way. Okay, I can't. I couldn't find his name. That doesn't. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh, press ganged his father into helping. Okay. When Claw attacked, so Claw did go in and and steal things. Yeah. And and Jod and, and Eric Killmonger's father did die, but it was because of Claw. Yeah. Not because of T'Chaka, and not because he willingly helped. Claw, correct. But there is a connection between Claw and And, Eric Killmonger. Okay, cool. So when Claw was defeated, um, Eric Killmonger's family was exiled, and he did end up in Harlem. Okay, now Oakland, California. Right. Um. So yeah, he was exiled because his family helped and whatnot. 
Okay. And so he was orphaned, but he did grow up in the States. He did study at MIT and has a PhD in engineering. Wow. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, he was a smart boy. Uh, so T'Challa did eventually let him come back. Okay. And he went, uh, the place where he relocated ended up being named Njadka Village. Okay. I'm probably saying that wrong. Njadka. Njadka. In apostrophe J-A-D-A-K-A. Yeah. Village. Um, but he still wanted to take over. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he had made an attempt at some point when T'Challa was gone. Okay, in the wake of Sorcerer Revan Akabis, we talked about him a second ago, attempted yeah. takeover of Wakanda with T'Challa absent in control of the country left with his regent, Everett Ross. Killmonger tried to gain control of the country via its economy, forcing T'Challa to stop him, and this is a repeat, right. nationalizing foreign companies, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. The two foes fought vic- vicious ritual combat over the right to rule the country. He did throw him over the thing, by the way. Okay. There, that's, you can go, it's straight out of panel the comics. Panel, yeah. Yeah, him throwing him yeah. over that because I, that was a very important scene for them it was very the the location yeah uh was important for them to have for that scene i shouldn't have found any of that attractive and yet that should not have been hot no it was though Uh-oh, i dropped my pen right row i will never see it again no because my living room is way too dark anyway yeah um Da, da, da. Killmonger was able to feed this foe, gain status of Black Panther, maintain control of Wakanda for a while, and even attempted to inherit T'Challa's Avenger status. He underwent the ascension rite needed to cement his position. His body had a severe reaction to the heart-shaped herb. Ah, because he was required to consume line. as was poisonous to all but the loyal blood, royal bloodline. Although That's convenient. It would, have, it would have been convenient to allow him to die and be unquestionably titled to the position of Black Panther, T'Challa preserved his rival's life. Oh, So they, he was he challenged him twice, so it may not have been this time that he threw him over, but during one, one of, of the them, times, he, okay. he did, cool. um, did do that. So, I mean, not cool. It was bad, but, you know. So the storyline kind of coincides. Um, they do what a lot of MCU movies do. They pull the best bits they want to they want from mm-hmm. all over the place and smush them together. Yeah, they do that. So um, where do you want to go next? Who do you want to talk about next? Shuri! Shuri's actually who I have next on my list. Um, she's perfect and I love her. Shuri is a 616 character. Okay. Uh, she was created by Reginald Hoodlin. And John Romita Jr. Okay. Uh, let's see. Her first uh, issue was Black Panther Volume 4, number 2, 2005. Oh, wow. She is recent. She's she's a baby. Okay. Um, now, Shuri, one of my favorite things about her is she does eventually take the Black Panther mantle. Yeah. Now, again, while uh, they do not share mothers, they do share fathers. So she does have the royal bloodline. She becomes queen at one point, doesn't she? She is queen. That's amazing. She is the Black Panther. That's in uh, Black Panther Volume 5, number 5, uh, from 2009. Okay. Um, she is heiress to the throne. Yeah. She's currently heiress anyway. Yeah. Uh, she wanted... Oh, okay. So... The scene at the challenge where Shuri raises her hand. <laughs> Loved it. And she this said, course, course it is it. tight. Can yep. we just all get this over with? Oh my god! I love she her. wanted to be the first female Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So um, at one point, uh, Sion, who is their uncle, oh, okay, but not Killmonger's father, right? Um, and no, Njobu she, was his father, but Sion. Yeah, okay, you're right. That is 
in the movie. Okay. But in the comics, that character did not exist. Oh, okay. So N- N- Njobu just... Njobu that I could not find. Okay, at all. Um, that I'm... Well, I didn't dig... I didn't dig real deep into Okay. It. I was like, yeah, I didn't care enough. There's only... There's so many characters. I was I just only thinking had so he was there, but he to. wasn't Killmonger's As far dad. as I know, I couldn't find... Like in Black Panther's... His relations list. Yeah. Um, but Cyan was their uncle. Okay. And at one point, a Black Panther... So, um, but she wanted to be the first female Black Panther, and in the challenge of their Uncle Cyan, um, she was going to challenge him yeah. for the Black Panther mantle, but T'Challa beat her to it. Oh. Somebody else defeated Cyan before she could, and when he pulled off his mask, it was T'Challa. So. Oh. But she did eventually become Yay. Um, Black Panther uh, for a time. Actually, uh he T'Challa was t- you know how these characters they're always dying yeah um or not dying or, or not pe- dying or appearing or, to die or running away in yeah that's gonna drive or me crazy. falling off of things and getting packed in snow uh, you like know you do um so so she did she is queen at one point cool uh while her intelligence is on par with her brother mm-hmm. uh she is well versed in Wakandan science and technology and in the film they made her smarter um, but I cannot find any evidence that she led any kind of research. Okay. But she knew just, she was just as smart as him. Okay. So. And I think in the movie they made her way smarter. He, I, I don't know about smarter. She had her area. He had the kingdom to rule. He was yeah. more diplomacy. She was more sciency. Yeah. They kind of split up that, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, Ramonda. Mm-hmm. Just because she's next to my list. Oh, uh, the, uh, Shuri was played by Letitia Wright. Yes. And who is perfect, and I love her. Yes, she is. And uh, she's taking the rest of the year off. Good for her. Everybody's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? She's like, I'm going to take some time off. Um, but yeah, she she's great. And uh, the movie that inspired her to act is Akila and the Bee, um, who uh, I think uh, Angela Bassett was in, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, she... I'm I'm just really excited because I think she's I think she's going to be a really good actress to watch through the rest of her career, um, and I'm really excited about her. I can't she's remember so if she's. Let me see if I can find anything about whether or not she's in Civil War. Oh, she is. Oh, she is. Okay. Her and uh, Okoye have been confirmed. I meant to mark all of the ones that I found notes on. Yeah. Who were confirmed for Infinity War, but I knew Okoye was. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping at this very point. They are scrambling to put her in it even more because of how popular yeah. she's been. Yeah. Um, because the one thing I want is Tony Stark. I don't even want it to be an argument. I don't even want anybody to be like, oh, Tony, admit it. Admit it. She's smarter than you. She's, you know, I want him to be like, oh, yeah. I want of him she to is. be impressed by her. Yeah. And like, no question. And ju- and not. No ego about it. No, no nothing. No, not skip a beat. That's yes. what I'm looking for. Yes. And just carry on with. Just like he's talking to Bruce Banner, and him look, and him look at somebody else that challenges it. Like, well, yeah. What are Have those? Have you not seen? Yeah, what are those? Yeah, <laughs> just oh, I love her so much. She really stole this movie. She did. I. She was. She's. Her name is pretty far down, but I loved her so much. Yeah. I need so much more of her. Yeah. Her character had such range she was hilarious at one minute um she was very serious in another Mm -hmm. minute and you felt it all and i felt the chemistry with her and everybody 
her and T'Challa, her and Nakia, her and Ramonda. Yeah. Um, anybody she interacted with, Ross. Yeah. Um, Bucky. <laughs> Bucky. Even that little bit that they were together. Yeah, because that was a very, very serious scene. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm just yeah. super proud Super of blown her. away by her. Yeah. Um, she was so much more. So much more. I loved her. Um, very identifiable for young mm-hmm. girls. Yes. By the way. And it is. And it's STEM so research. STEM, yes. STEM to, research. To see uh, little girls, to see somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her not be, not for, the only person who had a question, and it was very unspecific, was Umbaku saying, and you let the technology be under control of the 16-year-old girl. But he was not brought up in the Wakandan culture. Right. But everybody else was just like, supported her. She, it was unquestioned. I loved that. I thought that was really great. So, yeah. Uh, so, you were going to do Ramonda next? Ramonda, I um, don't really have a whole lot on her. Angela Bassett, who is amazing oh my God, and so perfect. Gorgeous. Yeah. And so royal and maternal. Mm-hmm. Um, her gray dreadlocks were I'm 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 so jealous of her hair. It was so beautiful. Yeah, so gorgeous. I'm so glad we got so to silver. S- I'm so glad we got to see her without um without her headdress on to see yeah. that she was wearing uh, dreadlocks because mm-hmm. um I've seen a lot of uh you know I've seen documentaries and stuff mm-hmm. where uh the expense and trouble that a lot of black women put into their hair to make it look white. Mm-hmm. to straighten it and, and all this stuff and we saw women throughout this movie either even when it was a shaved head mm-hmm. they were natural oh yeah yeah like uh even nakia's hair uh when it was even when the you no know, so when they get mm-hmm. went to korea she, she had it, it out, out a little bit yeah i don't poofed yeah um but the rest of the time it was in those tight little balls all over her mm-hmm. head which I was like, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, and and that's not. And so, then Nakia's hair with the braids, the very intricate braids that she. You mean um, Shuri? Shuri. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my head said Shuri. My mouth yeah. said Nakia. Yeah. Uh, Shuri with those very intricate mm-hmm. braids everywhere. Oh. And like that's not to say that black women can't straighten their hair. Do you, whatever you hell you like, want with your hair. The one overriding thing I've noticed when, because um, there have been you know documentaries about it and is. If you feel you have to, to be beautiful. Yeah. And so I like... I because like, who you are isn't pretty enough. Right. Because white is, is the default in a lot of cultures. So mm, it was very important. Yeah. I mean, I disagree. I think, with, but yeah. yeah. It was um, important for me to see a movie celebrate the fact that you can be natural and it's okay and beautiful and wonderful mm-hmm. and strong. And and there were so many different examples of oh, women Oh, yeah. And, and styles of dress. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It was gorgeous. But, so, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Armanda, like I said, is not T'Challa's mother, but I mean, they really... And this she is. And this she is. She was, uh, she's a little older as far as characters been around. Okay. Um, she first appeared in Marvel Comics Presents number 14 in 1989. Okay. Uh, she was created by uh, Don McGregor and Jean Colon. Okay. Um, her stories, she's not really around a whole lot. I showed you a picture of her. Yeah. From the comics. She looks almost exactly. Yeah. Uh, the same, which is great. Um, she's actually from South Africa. Okay. Uh, so she's not Wakandan. Um, she is T'Chaka's third wife. Okay. Uh, and, uh, like I was saying earlier, she was kidnapped for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And they Um, assumed it was that she left, but she 
you know, didn't. Uh, Ramonda was a South African that left her country searching for help to fight the apartheid. During her walkabout, she stumbled upon the young Wakandan prince T'Challa, who had become lost while accompanying his father on border inspection. Ramonda reunited the boy with his father, King T'Chaka, and was offered refuge. Despite knowing she had to return to South Africa, Ramonda stayed in Wakanda for the sake of T'Challa, who had lost his mother. Aww. When he was just a baby. Uh, she died in childbirth, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. So that took on apartheid back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Ramonda and T'Chaka fell in love and eventually married. Not long afterward, uh, she gave birth to Princess Shuri. When T'Challa was a teenager, Ramonda was abducted during a protest by a white supremacist named Anton. Uh, made her disappear via paperwork and bureaucracy. And, yeah, she was kept hidden from public, sexually abused for years on end. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Let's never, ever show that in film, please. T'Challa believed Ramonda left Wakanda to be with another man, but eventually found out the truth and freed his surrogate mother. So even, I mean, yeah, stepmom, but he loved her. Yeah. Very, very much. There was an animosity there. Yeah, she's uh, welcomed her back to Wakanda as the queen mother. Oh, good. Good, good, good. So, um, yeah. So, but there's not a whole lot. Yeah. We didn't get a ton of her in the movie um, either, but no. I think even with a smaller part, when they throw down and get Angela Bassett for that, mm-hmm. like, damn, it, it was like, damn. Oh, she's, <laughs> oh, again, her presence in that film was, yeah. she's very much a queen mother. Yeah. I mean, wow. But I, I like, I you saw her even uh, after she thought T'Challa was dead and she's trying to protect Shuri and... Um, well, yeah, you saw that she was still being strong then, but she was very, uh, grief stricken and, mm-hmm. but like, wow. But trying to be strong yeah. for her country and, um, hum- and having to humble herself before M'Baku. You believed it. Yeah. How hard you saw how hard it was yeah. for her to do that, but she knew it was the right thing to do for her country. Yep. So, and you felt that communicated through her. Uh, how we got to know her early in the film mm-hmm. um, and how she feels about how powerful she is in mind and spirit. And for her to do that yeah. was not um, her admitting defeat. It was humbling. It was a plead to be stronger by asking for help because yeah. it's it's not, there's weakness. nothing wrong with asking. Yeah, yeah. Asking for help is not a weakness. And yeah. I think she recognizes that. Yeah. And that was nice to um, see. And as uh, Shuri pointed, uh, no, Nakia, because she tried to get Nakia to take the herb. And Nakia's like. And Nakia's like, I don't have an army. Yeah. I could take it, but it would just be me. And Ramonda's yeah. like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Um. So, and I totally, and you, so simple, such a complex concept conveyed so simply. Yeah. And yet powerfully. Because you didn't lose any of the nuance. Um, so Nakia. Yes. Uh, who, Lupita. Oh, yeah. My precious. Wow. That woman was, is sunshine in human form. She truly is. Um, I love her dearly. She was so good in this. Um, her And she was treated as an equal. Yes, she was yes. The, the romantic. Um, but she was never a damsel in distress. Nope. Even when in, T'Challa went to go rescue her. Yeah. Don't freeze. Oh Did he freeze? God. Oh, my God. Like an antelope in headlights. And I love that he was so cool. Like, I never freeze. And then he does. And he just completely froze up. So great. Did he freeze? Oh, my God. So great. Oh, my God. Um, But uh, for everything we loved about her in this movie, Nakia is everything that that character is not. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried now. 
I don't want them to long term make her a villain. I love her. I'm I'm with you on that. Um, I think they took a lot of who she is in the film from several different characters. I think uh, they wanted uh, to use a Wakandan as T'Challa's love interest because canonically his love interest is American. Yeah. Um, but they wanted the African representation, which I yep. understand that. Yep. Uh, that's, they couldn't that's do great. Storm. They could not do Storm. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, because canonically T'Challa and Storm actually. Yeah. But uh, he actually, they got annulled because they just had two different lives to live. So there was another woman um, whose name escaped. Monica Lynn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned her briefly when you talked right. about uh, Nakia earlier being Cheetah. Not Cheetah. No, that's that's Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, that's DC, honey. That's DC. Which you, did you hear who uh, got? Malice. Malice. Who was? Do you know who got, yes. do you hear who got cast as Kristen Cheetah? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Aaron. Aaron. Oh, sorry. Um, I can't wait to say that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, just real quick, uh, Nakia was first in Black Panther number one, 1998. Her Malice character was in Black Panther number 24. That was in 2000. Okay. Uh, her origin as Nakia was in Black Panther number six and, and number 11 from 1999. And as Malice was Black Panther number 24, same one, 2000. Cool. Um, just to get that real quick. She was, uh, she was in fact Adora Majali. Milaje. Milaje. Um, which is that nod later in the film where yep. she looks at the armor and she looks and goes, no. And I didn't realize, because both times I kept straining to go, what does she say I'm not? And she says I'm not Dora. But she doesn't say the full title. Because mm-hmm. um, I had to go look that up because she kept saying I'm not. And I was like, I, I know what you mean, but I'm not sure what you. And that was when I wanted subtitles. Uh, so the Dora Milaje. And yeah. when we get to Okoye, we'll, t- we'll talk yeah. about this more. Yeah. Um, she actually was. Yes. Um, well, actually, we kind of need to talk about it now because it, it explains who Nakia is. Yeah, let's um, get into okay, it. Okay, so as we know from the films, the Dormelage are the bodyguards. They are the elite force of uh, the king's personal guard. And perfect, and I love them. And Okoye, yes. And Okoye is uh, the general. And you get the impression that they've been around for a long time. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. Um, T'Challa actually had it reinstated. Who they are is they are, uh, the Dormelage translates into adored ones. Mm-hmm. They are wives in training. They're, they also are his bodyguards. They though, are, right? in fact, also his bodyguards. Uh, they speak only Hossa mm-hmm. and only to their king. And you said you read somewhere that Okoye was the first one to do that. Yeah, and then it, it kind of spread throughout the organization, but we weren't able to confirm that anywhere We couldn't else. find a secondary confirmation. Yeah. So, um, so unknown. Take but, it, grain of salt, but But yeah. they did actually would only speak that language, mm-hmm. and it was to give them, afford them some kind of privacy. Yeah, because they were potential wives, too. They were potential wives. Um, and they would only speak to their king. They're the only person mm-hmm. that they would speak to. That's why you see her speak just to Black Panther throughout the majority yeah. of the movie. In the movie, you get more of the impression he's her, she is his best friend. Yes. But that's Okoye. So anyway, back to, um, so what they are, they are the, well, the Dora Milaje are chosen from rival, rival tribes. Yeah. So it's to maintain a uh, balance of power to help prevent that civil war that we saw at the beginning of the film. So it's all connected in that sense. So, um, so Nakia was 
from the Marsh tribe, although in the film they talk about her from the River tribe. Yeah. Um, she was picked by her elders to be Malage and spent three years in training before being presented to the king. At that time, she was barely a teenager, but she instantly was in love. <laughs> Uh, and though, and he saw uh, these women as almost as children, as mm-hmm. as the the um, not as actual wives to pick from. They were not his harem. Yeah, he treated them as what they were. Yeah, they were his bodyguards. He treated them with respect. Mm-hmm. Um, she was not having any of that. She wanted um, her some, some she, king. She did become close friends with uh, Okoye. Okay. Um, but she was immediately jealous of T'Challa's American fiance. Uh, Monica. Monica Lynn. Okay. Um, and it really It devolves turned, from there. It really goes downhill from <laughs> it there. It goes dark. Um, yeah. She actually tried to kill her. Yeah. At one point by trying to eject her from a plane during a war zone. Uh, lied the king to, does not look highly upon that. Lied to him that she was dead. <laughs> um, oh, I did everything he I could. figured that out. She was dismissed. <laughs> And was exiled. She was shunned by her tribe in all of Wakanda. Um, she actually got recruited by Killmonger. Yeah, and, and you said earlier he's the one that helped her turn into Malice, and, right? Yeah, that's where Malice came from. So, yeah. And so... I don't want to yeah. see her be bad. Uh, in the final showdown, the Black Panther threatened to destroy Malice's tribal village back in Wakanda if she would not give him the antidote to save her victims. Malice relented, knocking Panther off a speeding truck just before she vanished without a trace. Damn. Yeah, she, um, not so good. Yeah. Not. She went down a dark path. She, uh, I love the name Malice, though. Yeah, it's great. Um, I've always loved it. Um, many, many, many years ago, I actually took it as, um, a pen name. Oh, okay. Um, it was, uh, Malice Ford, uh, as a pen name, and okay. then later changed it, to, um, to Leanne Ford. Yeah. So, um, and you personally understand where all that came from but um i love the name because it's like alice yeah but malice yeah it's just great. A, it's just a cool world cool word uh anyway so that's uh, <clears throat> that's nikia so then that naturally is going to bring us to okoye i love her so much <laughs> oh my god i love 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 uh danny Guer- uh deny guerrera one thing so i thought was really great about her and and not just her but a lot of the other women in this film is they are unquestionably badass yeah i mean this woman and is a general she is one of the trusted advisors of the she king. sits on the council she sits mm-hmm. on the council i mean the whole nine yards because you have the leaders of each you have the the border mm-hmm. the mountain the, the mining the mining the yeah. river whatever they all were um and, uh, and her and yet she was able to joke with him. She had a softness when it called for it, but she was, uh, as you know, as hard as vibranium when it called for it as well. She was so multifaceted. It wasn't just strong female character. Yeah. Where it's just like, I'm a bitch. She was I'm a s- woman. Yeah. She like, was a woman. She wasn't just that bitchy stone faced badass. Yeah. That- but she was when she needed to be. Right. Cause I feel like, I feel like with women like, um, and, and not saying that the MCU's uh, Natasha is like this, but she can easily fall into that stone-faced bitch assassin trope, mm-hmm. and it becomes just a trope. Yeah. But it was nice to see with, because uh, we saw a lot of kick-ass women in this movie, um, it's not just Okoye, but she's the one that really, like, the very beginning you meet her and she goes, uh, and, and she talks about him freezing. 
and it's with such good nature. And she jokes around the royal family. Yeah, and she comes to rescue him when he tells her, like, he doesn't need her help. And, and like, he, she shows up anyway. Yeah. And and the whole, like, the wig business is mm-hmm. just gold. And so I just, she wasn't just the, the quote-unquote strong female character. And, and that was so nice well, to see. Well, none of them really were. Yeah. None of them were. They were so multifaceted. So, uh, Nakia and Okoye were both created by Christopher Priest and Mark Texiera. Okay. Christopher uh, Priest, I know that name. He's Michael, I'm probably pronouncing Mark's name wrong. He's the artist. You you can correct me. Uh, but Nakia, uh, Okoye, and Zuri all had the same uh, writer, uh, writer okay. artist creators. Okay. Um, and they cool. all the they all had the same first issue, um, which was the Black Panther number one, 1998. Okay. So, <clears> so they all really came around right around the same time. Their storylines are very very intertwined. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So we are pretty much already talked about the um, Dora Milaje. Yeah. Um, so uh, there were several characters. Uh, Ao. Yeah. Uh, who we saw in Civil War. Yes. Who was portrayed by Florence uh, Katsumba. Yes, yeah, and she is in this film. She is. Um, because at that in that final battle scene, uh, Okoye sends she goes Ao the king. Yeah. And sends him sends and, that uh, group. Move gets a name. Ayo. <laughs> yeah. Ayo. Ayo. I'm sorry I had to be done. Um, I'm surprised <laughs> it took you that long, honestly. I'm not sorry. Uh Flores Consumba played Ayo. Uh kept Savor the Door Melage appear in the Black Panther with Ayo reprised. Okoye portrayed by Danny Guerrero and Zoliswa portrayed by Sadel Noel. Okay. Uh, and Danny will reprise her role in uh, Infinity War. Yeah, I think Okoye um, and uh, Sherry and um, T'Challa have all been confirmed. Okay, well, we don't know about Nakia, though? Uh, Nakia, I do not know about. Unconfirmed, okay. Um, so then, that's naturally going to bring us to Wakabi. Yay, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh... uh well, no, let's let's uh, let's stick with Zuri, okay? Because they all had the same basic uh, storyline, okay? Because uh, Wakabi and Okoye, that's not canon, yeah. By the way, okay, um, they were never a thing, a couple, um, but it worked really well, yeah, in the movie, um, especially with the the rhino, yeah. So there's that. Um, I'm supposed it's to. It's not those rhinos' fault. See asterisk number. four. Four on Zuri. Oh my god, you numbered your asterisks. I had to. You're you're just okay. So, so uh, Zuri, it was T'Chaka's trusted advisor and bodyguard. He trained T'Challa. Okay. He was good friends with Thor. I thought that was very important. I feel like I feel like Thor would would Can you have see a good rapport Thor with, in with Zuri? Zuri. Yeah, the, just the old guys. Yeah, you know Thor's old. Yeah, in human terms, Terran terms. Um. So uh, Zuri was one of. King T'Challa's many warriors that fought for Wakanda. Despite his old age, he possessed enhanced strength, was a master of armed and unarmed combat, fought alongside T'Chaka, who in his final act asked, asked Zuri to watch over his son. Oh. Um, it's also implied that he trained T'Challa. He accompanied his king along with Okoye and Nakia to New York City, where he met and befriended Eric K. Ross, ah. who was meant to be their handler on foreign soil. So that's how they met Ross. Okay. Okay. Things did not work out too well as Ross found himself tied up in situations that called for Zuri <laughs> to go and rescue him out of. <laughs> 
After uh, making it back to the hotel where a pantsless Ross, I'll explain that story later. Oh my God. Was trying to fight off a rat. Zuri got drunk and began to give an entire history lesson on Wakanda. Oh, honey. Uh, much to Ross's consternation. Um, so Ross actually has a very deep working knowledge of Wakandan history. Thank you, Zuri. And his drunkenness. <laughs> and his drunkenness. So, um, not really sure. So it's kind of canon for Ross to have insider knowledge <laughs> yes. of Wakanda. Yes. So I like that. Very much so. Um, oh, and he... Okay, let's see. Um, Merlun. Uh, okay, let's see. Zuri was killed alongside... Uh, was killed by Merlun alongside Wakabi. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, trying to protect, protect the wounded T'Challa and safeguard the preparation as Shuri as the new Black Panther. Oh. So that all happened, happened. in one big, um, yeah. so. And Zuri is played by uh, Forrest Whitaker, who is also perfect in every way. Yes. And if we had had subtitles, we would have known that that was the same character. Yeah. But yeah. the words just didn't yeah. work with us. So. Um, and actually, young uh, Zuri is played by a Whitaker, but they are not related. Aww. Because I read that, and I was like, oh my god, that's the coolest thing ever. And it was... It was not. Yeah. But young T'Chaka is, is played. played by his son. Yeah! That's not CGI like you would, like everybody thought it was. That yeah. is played by his son. Yeah, I think that's amazing. <coughs> Which John is, Connie's amazing. I love that actor. Yes. Um, so it was really good to see that they got his son to play the younger T'Chaka. That's great. Which is beautiful. So, uh, so Wakabi. Yay. Who... Had nothing to do with Okoye, so that's nice. Um, he was chief of security, though. He's okay. basically second in command. T'Challa's right hand man. That yeah, whole uh, kit and caboodle. Um, we we just I was reading something today that said uh, near the end of the movie, you find out that Wakabi and Okoye had a romance, and it was like, bitch, no. they called each other my love from like the, the like, yeah, because they hold up their beads next yeah. to each other. Was, my king, my, my love. love. Like and I'm, ten the whole time I'm the going, movie, Ugh. and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because so, yes. he was doing the rounds after, yeah, being, uh, after bringing the king back. Yeah, after king kinged, kinged. Um, so Wakabi' uh, first appearance was in Avengers number 62, 1969. Okay, so he's an older character. Been too. around for cool, quite cool. a while. Uh, Roy Thomas and John Busuma. Okay, I'm saying that wrong because my handwriting is terrible. Uh, Busuma. Okay. Um, appearance of death. Appearance of death. Love it. Black Panther Volume Five, Number Five, Two Thousand and Nine. But he died alongside um, Zuri. Zuri. Yeah, in that whole and thing. all that. So, um, I was very sad that he sided with Killmonger. Yeah, but mostly because I like Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> but he had motivation. Yeah. So da yeah, this played by Daniel K K Kaluuya. K Kaluuya. No, baby. Kalua. Kaluya. Kalua. Yes, Kalua. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she just apparently really wants some Kalua. I really do. It's been so long. I haven't had Kalua, Kalua and coffee. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, but he was in the fades. Yes. So if you want to see more of him, yeah, he is in the fades. No, 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 no. As a baby, he's so young. He's such a nerd too. Yeah. Loved him so much in that. So that's about as much of his. Yeah, I was I was hoping he was going to be a bigger get. character, um, um, because I like I like Daniel, but also like 
we had so many female characters that kind of eclipsed him as far as like screen time which and, i'm like, okay with I, yeah i was like i'm okay with that uh he also had a bionic arm oh interesting. in case that's important to your world um did the rhino thing come out of nowhere can neither confirm nor deny okay I would I've just seen, like to say it's that not I didn't find it in any of his biographies that I read. Okay. Off of like Wikipedia or uh Marvel.com. I didn't see anything about it, but I cannot deny it. Because you couldn't read all the comics. I like just every did not have comic, time to read a... every comic he was but in. But it is not those Rhino's fault. No. Uh, they were doing his trained. Yes. And I like that as called. Even when like when T'Challa finally shows back up, um, and he's like, Bitch, I'm not dead. Um and he has to go toe to toe with one of the rhinos. He stops it. He puts it. He aside just puts it down. He does into it. a piece of metal and kind of he kind of folds it over just a little bit to mm-hmm. like put it in place. But like he doesn't. No rhinos were killed. Yeah, or like, harmed in the filming of like, this movie. Yeah, and so that made me kind of happy. But Rhino Mom. Yeah. When she stands, she steps in front of Mbaku. It gives her a little kiss. And- <laughs> Oh, Wakabi, I loved not, it. Not Mbaku. Oh. Yeah, no. Wakabi was... She steps in front of Mb- The rhino is coming towards, yeah. charging towards Mbaku. Oh, I thought you meant he was riding it. Okoye steps in yeah. front of him. Yeah, Mbaku... Oh, was, no, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, Mbaku was in front of it, but Wakabi was okay. riding it. Uh, and so he gets a little kissy kiss. Everett K. Ross... Oh, my God. Fucking Martin ...has Freeman. so much history... Uh, he was introduced in Kazar number 17. Jesus. Don't ask, don't tell. Uh, in 1998. Uh, he was created by Kenny, uh, Kenny Martinez and Christopher Priest. Okay. His personality is based on Chandler Bing. Oh, my God. Good times, good times. Um, he worked for the U.S. State Department, the National Security Council. Okay. Uh, but CIA makes sense to me. Um, also, can we just say that once and for all, Martin Freeman has a way better American accent than Benedict Cumberbatch does? Yes. I feel like that needs to be said. Not that it's, not that that takes a lot. No. But I, like, And like, it wasn't Martin's a great is, accent, I but. think Martin's is fine. Martin's is one that I forget that, yeah. like, the accent doesn't yeah. become, like, like with Benedict, I have to struggle to pay attention but, in Doctor Strange. Uh, but Everett Ross is also John Watson. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So there's that. Yeah. Um, his name was inspired by uh, the Family Ties character, Alex P. Keaton. I read that. And I was like, that's the stupidest I know, 80s thing but ever. isn't that the greatest thing yes. ever? Um, he did once have to drive T'Challa, Zuri, Nakia, and Okoye around in New York. So I thought that was hilarious. There's that scene. He's like, get in. Yeah. And you put the spear in the, you know, that whole scene. He oh did God. have to drive them around. Yeah. Because he was their liaison. Yeah. Um, when they came to America. So that's great. Uh, but T'Challa did trust him so much was once he got, they befriended each other. Yeah. He learned, and I think we're going to see that in, I think that's going to play out in Infinity War. Yeah. Their relationship. Um, that, that they entrusted him. They saved his life and entrusted him with all this information that Wakanda that we're going to see that play out in Infinity War. Well, that relationship. We saw Ross even not, make a big deal about and he mentions it in black panther is he's like you know i saw wakanda's king running around in a cat suit and i didn't say anything didn't say nothing did i so you know they, they're setting that up yeah it's there because yeah. i think that was one of the one of the reasons uh 
that and it was the right thing to do that T'Challa kind of was like, okay, I'm going to take this step and taking him into my country because he had already given him some measure of you can trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like that. And I'm with you. I'd like to see more of that relationship. Um, so, and we've already talked about uh, Akabe taking over Wakanda in mm-hmm. T'Challa's absence and Everett was in control and blah, blah, blah. We already talked about all that. Right. Um, so he had a girlfriend. I mean, who cares? Everett traveled to New Orleans in sort of storm requested she return under the quest from T'Challa. Storm left for Wakanda with Ross. I mean, there's, yeah. he's, he is so tied up in the T'Challa, um, mythology. So here's, here's the fun story. Okay. The pants. The pants story. Okay. So just bear with me. Okay. T'Challa, this is about Mephisto. Oh, okay. Uh, Mephisto is a villain. Yeah. He's T'challa, like their devil. Yeah. T'Challa left the group to further investigate the Tomorrow Fund scandal, the sole reason why he's in the States. Zuri educated Everett on the history of Wakanda. However, they receive a knock on the door. When he opens it, he's shocked to find a demonic threat. Ross becomes the devil's advocate as Mephisto <laughs> dropped by the Panther's place and Ross is left to entertain him until the Panthers return. Oh, my God. Mephisto conjures a pair of pants for Everett while they waited, which frightened Everett as he believed he had sold his soul. What? Oh, my God. Ross tried to remove the devil's pants, only to find another <laughs> pair of pants beneath them. Oh, my God. This made him remember when he was younger and when he his pants were pulled down by Natalie McPhail. Mephisto explained to Ross how he was a collector of pure and noble souls. And that since Everett worked in Washington, D.C., Ross need not fear him. <laughs> That's awesome. However, T'Challa returned and saved Everett, knocking out the demon. He tore, Mephisto, he tore Mephisto's heart and Everett put it in a pickle jar. T'Challa figured that Akabe was a servant of the demon. Mephisto then transported Ross and the panther to hell. Oh, my God. Everett wondered how he defeated Mephisto so easily. It was revealed he sold his soul to him, but what Mephisto was not aware of was the Black Panther was forever tied to the panther god. Everett is transported back to the Brooklyn apartment, pantsless, much to his joy. Oh, my God. So imagine, if you will, Martin Freeman right. taking off his pants only to find another pair of pants. I would pay money to the see that. The only person in the world who could get away with filming that scene. Non-verbally, too. Non-verbally. Yeah. Would be Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman can do it with a look. Martin, I can do it with a look. Freeman. Can I tell you one thing that really disappointed me? Yes. And it's dumb. It's real dumb. That's okay. Uh, you get Claw and Ross sitting across from each other. And there is not one fucking you, reference you, to you, a riddle or a pocket. You mean the two Tolkien white boys? The t- yes. That is the dumbest joke ever, and I love it. And it's the best. The Tolkien white boys. Michael, I'm I'm not disappointed. I'm not mad that you didn't come up with that, but... She's mad she didn't come up with that. I'm just mad I didn't come up with that. But, like, so. we got no reference. I was like, I was like, it can be subtle. Not a single not a Tolkien reference. pocket, a fish, a riddle, a shiny, like... Nothing. Pressure. Nothing. 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 Because <sighs> I'm that sorry. was I was both mad and yeah, disappointed. I was. <sighs> so, but it would have taken you out of the moment, I suppose. I don't. I care. was out of the moment anyway Do because I was like, "Incanamimilmo." <laughs> yes. Um. So then let's talk about Claw. Then. Okay. Um, Good God. So we're gonna skip right over it and Fucking Andy Circus. 
and talk about. So, Claw, Ulysses Claw, yeah. you see his name spelled two different ways. Guess why? Why? They spell his name two different ways. Awesome. He was originally born Ulysses Claw, C-L-A-U-E, mm-hmm. son of a Nazi. Oh, got our white supremacist roots just right, you know. Who later changes his name to Claw, C-L-A-W. Um, he spelled with a K in the movie. No, they're both K. Oh, you Did said I say C? C? Yeah, you said Sorry, C both times. It's K. Okay. I apologize. That's, okay. that's on I me. I was confused. Um, his first issue was Fantastic Four, number 53, in August 1966. Oh, wow. He's as old Ulysses cool too. Claw, as Claw, K-L-A-W, was uh, three issues later. Okay. Created by Stanley Jack Kirby. Okay. So he, he goes by, way back in the day. Okay. Came um, in with Fantastic Four just like uh, T'Challa did. Okay. He does have a prosthetic right hand. Okay. Uh, he is responsible for Killmonger, but we talked about that. Right. Uh, he is a physicist and an engineer. Mm-hmm. He's a way much more complex character in the comics um, yeah. than he is in the movie. Because we didn't get a, a lot, lot of him uh, in Age of Ultron, and I was actually surprised at how little he was I, in this. See, I don't I don't think Claw was in this. I think Andy Serkis um, yeah. was I think in they were just movie. like, please enjoy yourself, and he did. Um, he does have a really cool red bodysuit. Um, I just want to point that out. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. Oh, that was the other picture I wanted to show you. Um, was there's. Yeah. Sammy, that's that's terrible. Um, but wow. There's a picture of him pre pre transformation. And that does that not look like. Yeah. Andy Circus. Yeah. yeah. The beard and everything. Oh, my gosh. Um, you could tell Circus he, had so much damn fun. Oh, he was having a ball I think he was just happy he was a mocap for once uh his he actually his his uh study uh his special study was in psionics okay um so he eventually had a body of sound or something mm. so every time you would kill him he would just reappear i mean oh, he's from 1966 like, yeah. he's done all kind of dumb stuff a if lot he's of been around shit. that long um he apparently was absorbed by dazzler and dazzler number nine 1980s do you remember dazzler Vaguely, I know you do because that was. I had those comics, yeah, and eighties was my yep. time, yep. Because my parents would buy my brother Iron Man and me Dazzler, and I was like, "Fuck this shit, give me the Iron Man." Yeah. Um, but his prosthetic hand could create sound waves of dangerous volume, fire consecutive blasts of sound, create sound constructs in any desired shape at his command. Uh, his body was living sound. Uh, I don't know how needs, that works, but okay. He needs absolutely no sustenance or air. is virtually indestructible. Jeez. His body can be sliced or destroyed and it will always rematerialize again whole at his will. Wow. I think that was way too complicated for them to do in the movies. And they were just like, and he's dead. However, Claw appears to be DRT. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because you, I mean, because like in the trailers and stuff, you're like, oh, so Claw's going to be our, our villain in this. No. Or a villain on par with Killmonger. No. And you're like, no. But he was necessary to introduce for Killmonger. I like that all the white boys were supporting. They were not the stars of this. Uh, so here we go. Um, After the Wakandan king and bear of the royal mantle, mantle of Black Panther, T'Chaka refused to yield any of the... M- Metal from the sacred ground. Right. Claw and his mercenaries open fire when Claw's psionic weapons overpower T'Chaka, the young prince T'Challa, 
ran to his father's aid. Claw prepared to kill T'Challa, but T'Chaka shielded the boy with his body and lost his life. Oh, okay. Claw was disarmed by Wakandan warrior Zuri, who pierced Ulysses' right arm with a spear, and the orphan prince used Claw's own psionic blaster to shatter his right hand, prompting him to call his troops to retreat. Oh. So there's... So he did lose his hand canonically in the Vibranium Heist. Yes. Um, But the Vibranium Heist was not necessarily... Didn't come about in the in the same way which is right. fine i mean yeah. it's not wrong it's totally just different yeah um because they can't condense like 50 years of comics into a two-hour movie oh, and it make any kind of sense okay oh he designed a sound transducer able to construct convert sound waves into physical mass but the theoretical element necessary to make this device work was vibranium so i had a thought on the vibranium front uh-oh. There's a big plot in Age of Ultron that Ultron has to work with Claw because Vibranium. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep in mind, this is, and I know this is because Joss Whedon didn't have a twinkle in his eye about Wakanda and Black Panther, but whatever. Um, keep in mind that uh, Ultron was all over the web instantly. Mm-hmm. He never penetrated Wakanda to be like you know who has a shit ton of vibranium no Wakanda no he did not penetrate their technological net because you know they've got some kind of like an internal internet going on Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know that they've even got some x because it's not I don't think it's that closed that they're like oh you can't look at the internet um so I just I like to think canonically that uh, Wakanda is so advanced that even Ultron was like oh yeah the only place you can get vibranium is from claw yeah, sorry about that. I'm I can't get yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Um I think that's why he actually killed those Wakanda students. So I was gonna go. say because he was bitter. He, bitter. He didn't kill him. Bitter. Ooh, raised up the whole island thing and then it cried. No, no, no. Oh, they died in Yeah, they sorry. died in sorry. That yeah. was okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. That was yeah. a different That was a different Damn. kid who died. Yeah. Lots of kids dying. Lots yeah. of kids dying. They died in Nigeria. Oh uh, okay, so two characters left. Okay. Uh, M'Baku. Okay, Winston Duke is perfect, and I love him. Yes. Yes. So, M'Baku, um, they, they did the same thing they did with Nakia. Yeah. M'Baku is a bad guy. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Um, in the comics, he's referred to as... Yeah. Man Ape. Yeah. Glad they didn't do that. Gee, I, I wouldn't know why. Can't imagine. They would do that. Would. Um, Thank he, you for not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, good. Good, good choice. Call, Ryan. Good. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> um, a lot of his villain history really was glossed over. Um, so he gains powers by killing a white gorilla, bathing in its blood and eating its flesh. Ew. And that. The only thing we see of that persona is the white fur that M'Baku uh, wears well, over his shoulder. Um, and that was one thing um, that I found out uh, because there was uh, a bleep in the Indian version of the film and people mm-hmm. went looking. Um, of course they did. So you know how uh, the panther tribe is associated with Bast? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, who is actually an Egyptian 
uh, deity. Still African. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was a lot of... I'm just saying for the people listening, A lot of the culture traveled down the Nile and... Because a lot of people don't think of Egypt as being African. Yeah, but it totes is. is. Yeah. Um, Because Killmonger says, isn't this where all life began? Yeah. Thank you. Um, So, uh, the uh, Jabari actually worship Hanuman. Yes. Who is a... Uh, ape god mm-hmm. um, it personified by an ape mm-hmm. and so um, that's why they were the gorilla tribe in the movie um, but yeah as far as the white gorilla that he eats I'm glad the only visual representation we got of that was you know mm-hmm. through the tribe's imagery well, so, yeah and the mask yeah. and the big stone gorilla. but yeah that was bleeped um, although strangely oh because it's also a, um, a Hindu deity I think mm, um, okay and it was just yeah. Not good. They they shouldn't have bleeped it. They should have yeah replaced it with something else. Yeah, because everybody because then like, people are gonna go looking for exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, hello. And they also blurred out Shuri's uh, where she flipped T'Challa off. Well, the MCU they want their movies shown. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Fun fun fact: uh, Mbaku tried to pick a fight with Spider Man at uh, T'Challa and Storm's wedding. I just thought that was a fun thing to know. Mbaku, no. Mbaku, no. Mbaku, yes. Um, I mean, he was at least invited to the wedding, so, you know, there's that. Uh, he did try to overthrow T'Challa while T'Challa was in America. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, dumb. He has been exiled. Um, I mean, he's just completely different. Because he is, has so much integrity, um, in the movie. It is such a rich character. Um... And vegetarian, apparently. Oh, my God. I love that they totally flipped his character on its head. It's totally different. I love the, uh, God, the timing of, uh, because first of all, I love the whole Everett K. Ross, shut the hell up. Mm -hmm. If you speak one more time, I will feed you to my children. Um, And I love that you get the beat of, Really? No, we're vegetarians. Vegetarians. I just, I loved that. It was so great. So funny. Everything but about that was beautiful. But then where does the fur come from? Uh, I, that is an excellent question. So there's that. Uh, yeah, he travels the world, um, joins several different, he's part of the Crimson Cowl. He's part of the Lethal Legion. Yeah. Um, oh, he was drunk on scotch when he was trying to pick a fight with Spider-Man. You know, there's that. Just that, you know, like you do. Uh, so, uh, he was dead, but later appears alive. I mean, I don't know. Oh, let's see. What's his comics? Uh, Avengers number 62, 1969. So, he's been around a while, too. Okay. He's been around a while, too. So, um, but his, that's, there's not a whole lot there. But he's, you know, he's in Baku. I like that. Um, I, uh, I, I just really like this actor, and I, I hadn't noticed him in anything um before um and he is just like i said i think along with everybody else i think everybody was just beautifully cast in this and because he has the marvel doesn't cast they grow yes they they grew him and um he has just this the ability to do the big serious stuff he did the action stuff yes i think it was nice to see another body type uh, um yes and- he was very uh he thick broad yeah he thick boy very broad um, oh wow and so it was kind of nice to nice. see in 
comparison oh, with his... uh, T'Challa as they did their uh, battle. Um, and so I think that that was good to see. Uh, and then... Oh, uh, also Roy Thomas and John Buscema. Okay. Okay. I don't remember if I said that or not, but there it is. And then uh, I have a quote from uh, Winston Duke, if you are so inclined. Um, so uh, he was asked, is there anyone else you'd like to see the movie with? And he said, I want to watch uh, the world watch the film. Um, it's opened up uh, such great discussions. It's challenge day, you know. Uh, today is a new day. And he says, there's so much, just the idea that your hero is using kinetic energy that's meant to harm him. And he redirects it and uses it as his power. If that's not an allegory for oppressed people, I don't know what is. And so he said, internalizing negative energy and using it for your empowerment. I was just about to point out, but that's what Captain America does. But guess what? Captain America's shield was made out of vibraniums. Vibranium. And it's just... Get this man a shield. Yes. You're the Wakandan king. You could get him yeah. a shield. I'm so hoping he's talking to Shuri, who actually makes a comment after... like A, a much better yes. shield. Oh. I would love for her to see the old shield and like... What, what is, is that? What is that? <laughs> Uh, well, we've already seen she's, she's going to make Bucky an arm. So, um, I'm excited for that. Um, you know what I ordered the other day? A Bucky arm? A Civil War Bucky pop vinyl that was exclusive to Target. He only has one arm. Like, completely it's... It's not there. Wow. I don't think I ever saw that. I haven't either. And I was realizing that I did not own a uh, Bucky Pop vinyl and needed to fix that and was just looking through them. And I saw that one. I was like, that's the one I have to have. Oh, it's a one armed Bucky. I mean, it's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Bucky. um, But he just has the one arm. It's uh, it's Civil War uh, Target exclusive. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of Bucky. Oh, my God. We have one character left to discuss. I mean, there's tons of characters and we could go on and on about. Yeah. We have to stop at some point. I yeah. mean, it's late. I don't even want to know how long this podcast is. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're done. Uh, don't tell me now. So, um, as we have discussed previously, uh, White Wolf first appeared in Black Panther Volume Number 3, Volume 3, Number 4, February 1999. So, he is a recent character. Okay. Created by the same people who created Shuri. Uh, not Shuri, uh, Nakia and Okoye. Uh, it was Christopher Priest and Mark Texera. Okay. He is T'Challa's adopted older brother. Yeah. Because didn't, I think I read about him where his parents' plane crashed and T'Chaka wasn't like a heartless in, monster. Uh, <laughs> parents died in plane crash in Wakanda. T'Chaka adopted him. Mm-hmm. He is, in fact, a white dude. Um, he is the leader of the secret police. A.K.A. the War Dogs, the right. Hutt Zarazi, um, until T'Challa disbanded them. Um, he has very much an on-again, off-again relationship with T'Challa. Because um, they were raised together. They were, in fact, raised together. And he, uh, his name is Hunter, by the way. Okay. Um, and they just called him White Wolf. Okay. Um, but, yeah, his, his name is Hunter. Um, Marvel uh, doesn't have a great history of adopted brothers being totally cool. No. Um, no. <laughs> they no. always want the damn throne, don't they? Um, but he was adopted before T'Challa was born. 
Oh, uh, but okay. Once uh, after the birth of T'Challa, Hunter knew he wouldn't be the one to rise to the throne. Feeling cheated, he developed a deep jealousy for his brother. Does that sound familiar at all? Just a little bit. Um, <laughs> in attempt to upstage T'Challa, Hunter drove himself to be the best Wakandan possible. So while he did not get along with his brother, he was very, very loyal to Wakanda. Kind of like Okoye. Um, as, you know, that kind of loyalty. But he, um, when T'Challa became king following T'Chaka's assassination, he disbanded the Hattat Zarazi mm-hmm. because of their brutality. Okay. So they cleaned up the war. They cleaned up a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of the negativity. Yeah. They made much more positive, And I think that's good. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, in this movie, they it needs that positive reinforcement. Yeah. To be the movie it needed to be. Um, and that's the thing. It didn't. Because I could see a lot of cr- critics being, oh, that takes out the depth. Mm-hmm. No, their story was plenty developed and it wasn't like a Pollyanna. Um, there was conflict. There was, you know. Again, Killmonger's point of view was extreme, but there was also a kernel of, ooh, yeah, I see where you're coming from on that. So I thought, God, they did such a good job with balancing and, and taking away a lot of these extreme elements that wouldn't have made you feel as good at the end of it. Right, right. Uh, so when they were disbanded, Hunter left with his men, and they all became, you know, mercenaries and whatnot. Right, um, right. Uh, he was resentful of his effective exile. But he loved Wakanda and thus tempered his resentment of T'Challa to aid his country when necessary. So it was very much an on-again, off-again um, relationship between the two of them. So I can see that relationship being uh, overimposed over uh, his and Bucky's relationship. Yeah. Because I can see Bucky adopting Wakanda as his home. He is basically homeless. He has yeah. no... Uh, nowhere to be loyal to. Yeah. And, and they fixed and him. And I don't think he feels like he can be loyal. Like, his his relationship with Steve is kind of broken. Well, and Wakanda <clears throat> accepted him when nobody else mm-hmm. would touch Took him. Took him with, in. Yeah. Healed him. Exactly. Um, I loved that we saw him without the arm. Yes. Because that arm. Or the arm tucked on. As well, you know. cool as it is. Yeah. It's a sign of Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Which we needed to see. He no longer because wants he, to be. Because Shuri re- calls him um, Sergeant Barnes. Yes. And he goes, Bucky. Yes. Um, so to see, we, I think we needed to see that transition to accept his transition back into being Bucky. Yeah. Um, because I, it was important because otherwise I think Infinity War would have felt like you literally just put Bucky on ice to save him to have no Dooley development. Do, yeah. Do. And so um, the, it only took this little bit in Black Panther and hopefully that's going to bridge the gap between him. Co- Cause like you said, coming back and being Bucky again and not winter soldier. And also, um, Sebastian Stan is contracted for at least eight movies. Yeah. So they had to put him somewhere. Yeah. Sorry, dude, we own your ass. But I know you were so happy to see him. Um, I was you know too. What? It was nice. Well, I mean, but he's doing other stuff. I mean, he did uh, I, I Tanya, which yeah. is getting nominated left and right. Yeah. Um, he so was that's great. It was, he was very good in it, but it was very unsebastiany. Um, it was weird. I was like, stop with your acting. It was just weird because he's her he's her ex um squirrely little mm-hmm. asshole with a mustache um it was weird but yeah 
Mm, I'm looking through the goofs for the movie, so. Oh, I will say, um, I w- we were looking for uh, Kimoyo beads. Uh-huh. Because um, we saw that, like, that was a thing that you could buy. You could buy, yes. Um, and we immediately were listening. They're back-ordered uh, on the Disney site until, like, the middle of April. Oh. So, you know. Um, oh, Shuri calling the shoe sneakers. Oh, that was adorable. It was so stupid. But later in the film, T'Challa runs up a ramp wearing the sneakers accompanied by the sound of footsteps. I'm sure it's because he didn't activate them properly. It's not Shuri's fault. Um, but I like I like that they both were wearing the Black Panther costume. And yet because of the one was gold and one was purple, like we had that differentiation. That was a nod to... Um, that was a nod to Killmonger had a pet leopard named Prey with two Y's. That's why he had a gold suit. Yeah, because it looked very leopardy. And in it, the, it, yeah, you, yeah, you could almost sometimes almost see spots in mm-hmm. it. But yeah, that's a nod to his pet leopard uh, that he had named Prey, Prey with two Y's. With two Y's. <sighs> I forgot about that. Killmonger, mm-hmm. why are you so extra? Um. Oh, here's one. Okay. Mbaku says. Uh, we are vegetarians, but then says that T'Challa's body was discovered by one of the tribe's fishermen. Yeah. However, fishing could have other purposes besides obtaining meat, such as fish farming. Uh, also, by we, he could mean him and his family are vegetarians, not necessarily his tribe. That's true. That's true. So. Because he did say, my children. Yeah. <laughs> but as what... a king, my children could mean his entire tribe. So yeah. it depends on how you. But I, I loved how even within Wakanda... Because they, you think it, like, I could see Ross being taken in by that. Mm-hmm. But, like, even the the rest, like, even the women, it took a beat to be like, are you fucking kidding me? So, like, I feel like the Jabari are so removed that that stupid joke was, you know, worked. No matter who his audience was. <laughs> the idiot. You made a weird face. Did you find something interesting? Yes. The main credits for the people of Wakanda are colored according to the tribe. I did not pick up on that. I was too busy flipping through my phone, apparently. The the cast credits for the members of the Wakandan royal family are in purple slash gold. Forrest Whitaker's credit is in purple. Uh, Lupita's credit is shaded green, the river tribe. Yep. Danny's is shaded red. Daniel's is blue. Yep. Uh, Winston Duke's credit is represented by an eight mask since the Jabari have no tribe color. Yay. It was so great, and, and and I like the um the even the credits were just beautiful. The film title and main cast and crew have their credits written in Wakandan first, and then changing to English. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, oh. a lot of love was put into even the script they used. Oh, uh, the fairy tale prologue. Uh, it's a sequence of the Wakandan nanite. Yeah. Displays. That's interesting. Which, how cool was that? Even like, like when he picked the truck up from the. And he takes convoy, the back off. Takes the back off. And the key is little. Yeah. Bloop, bloop, here's where she is. Bloop, bloop. You know, that's her, bra- her bracelet. Yay. Uh, each credit in the closing credits has a different image to represent the cast slash crew's role in the film. I need to watch those credits better. Yeah. Uh, Producer Kevin Feige's credit is represented by a throne. Oh my gosh. Uh, I did see that uh, people were freaking out at because of the UN scene 
there was a, uh, I want to say it was Welsh flag. Yeah, I saw that. And everybody was like, oh my God, we're in the UN as a separate nation. <laughs> it's great. No, well, we just put detail into everything. We forgot the Welsh. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay, so here's the trivia stuff. Okay. It's not full of great stuff, but we're going to run through it because we always do and we can't leave it out. Wait until it hits video and all the nerds can, like, freeze frame everything. I and know. And we'll get so many more. Uh, in response to being asked what it felt like being one of the only few non-black actors on set and sometimes the only non-black actor on set, Martin Freeman said, you think, right, this is what black actors feel like all the time. Yep. Bless you. <laughs> Uh, to prepare for his role, Michael B. Jordan kept to himself while he was on set, reasoning that his character Killmonger is distant and in conflict with the other characters. So, actor. When character I he- actor. When I hear stuff like that, it makes me sad. Because I'm like, I see the dumb stuff that they've shown us already from, like, on, on set films. I mean, like, uh, what is, God, what is her? It's Letitia Wright, and she's like, something dj like something underbite baby 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 underbite or something uh, yeah like mc baby underbite or something like that and Mm -hmm. she's doing like rap battles and it's dumb stuff and they're having a blast so like when i hear that i feel like sad for michael b jordan that like he had to be all like yeah to get like i don't know that just makes me sad Okay, well, this will make you happy. Okay, yay. Co-stars Lapita and Winston, uh, who play adversaries Nakia and Baku, were students at the Yale School of Drama at the same time. Oh, They saw the Avengers in 2012 together when it was released and were so awestruck by it that they hoped to get a chance to star in a similar film one day. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, three out of every five people in Wakanda go barefoot, a deliberate decision by the costuming department. Okay. Yeah, I like that Wakanda, it it was, you know, this highly advanced society and everything like that, but it still felt very rooted in, it's like it wasn't trying to not be African. It felt very rooted in, like, they made choices like that where it's like, yeah, some people go barefoot. That does not make us backwards. Quit judging, like, If I could go barefoot, barefoot more locations, I totally would. I mean, I would. Yeah. I hate wearing shoes. Me too. Uh, The filmmakers created a unique culture for each of the Wakandan tribes to get a sense of the country being mixed of different tribes. Yeah. The Golden Tribe, or the Royal Tribe, uses a motif of black and purple and a continental symbol for the sun found throughout Africa. They also have panther-themed designs. Yep. The Border Tribe was inspired by Losetho architecture language and uses a motif of blue and wood and that's wakabi's tribe yes that's the border tribe who literally have the blanket shields they have rhino themed weapons attack rhino shields and horn shaped blades the river tribe uses a motif of shelves and green and wear crocodile skin skins and leather okay the mining tribe wear lion themed designs the Jabari tribe wears fur and wood to represent their naturalism and to honor their sacred animal, the gorilla. They mm-hmm. also speak in a Yoruba dialect of West Africa in contrast to the Wakandans having the Josha dialect of South Africa to represent their outsider status. Oh, interesting. But Denzel I like that- Whitaker. This, his name is Denzel Whitaker. Yes. I like that even when we saw the Jabari, um, they weren't like living up in like... Like, they were living in the mountains, but it wasn't, like, uncivilized hill people. 
they had these beautiful oh it was gorgeous um open open air areas obviously did not have the same access to the technology yeah so (laughs) wesley snipes wanted to play black panther in the 1990s ever since marvel approached him with the project Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> uh, even though it wasn't part of the final project, Snipe says that he supports the film and Chagwit Bozeman's interpretation 1,000%. I also want to point out that Denzel Washington paid for Chadwick Boseman's uh, acting classes. What? I did not know that. He Denzel Washington actually mentors an entire group of young, uh, young people. That's awesome. And he doesn't really talk about it. It's he wow. doesn't boast his, you yeah. Know, he doesn't print prim, prime his own feathers. Face. Yeah, um, he just does it because it's something that needs to be done. Chadwick Boseman is one of those people. Well, God, it shows. And, well, he's incredible because Chadwick's had some really meaty roles. Mm. This is not his first rodeo with Black Panther. Black Panther is the first movie in Marvel Cinematic Universe to have its opening weekend domestic box office surpass its production cost. That is amazing. It cost $200 million to make the movie Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday opening weekend domestic box office was $202 million. Oh, my God. $200 million is... I mean, God, I can't believe we live in a world where we, we say that, but $200 i I'm surprised they made it for that cheap, honestly. <laughs> as good as it looked? Yeah. Because that's chump change for movies of this, of this like, CGI and effects well. and... They have wow. everything already at their disposal. They didn't have to, That's true. you know, find sets or hire yeah. people to do things. Everything was already in place and contracted long before they made the film. Yeah. These actors and cast, this was all contracted long before now. Yeah. Um, and w- Okay, this one's one that I really like. Uh, in one of the areas where, where condom glyphs are on translucent walls, one wall is blue and has four written on it. This is an homage to the Marvel superhero group, <gasps> the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. four oh my and God. whose comics the Black Panther and Ulysses Claw made their debut appearances. Oh my gosh. That they don't own the rights to right now. Mm. Oh, and Michael B. Jordan was... Uh, the Human Torch in the last reboot. Oh, that's right. So that's two Human Torches. They, he was the one that yeah people were in a wad about because they were like, oh my God, you can't make Johnny Storm black. He's, it confuses me. Hmm. And so like I was like, okay, yeah, I'm just, he's just going to drink your angry white tears and become even more powerful in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Black Panther was the first of the Marvel characters whose movie rights reverted back to Marvel in 2005. Oh, wow. They uh, had even sold off the rights to Black Panther. Oh, the, muse- the museum they were in was the High Museum of Art in Atlanta, by the way. We can go there. <gasps> we can't. Mm. Are we... Can we, like, steal from it? Um, we probably shouldn't talk about that on a recorded medium. Oh, Okay. Sorry, Homeland Security, if you're listening. <laughs> We're just kidding. Uh, okay. Da, da, da. I knew as soon as we saw, like, the barest outline of one of those paramedics, I was like, that fucker's claw. Oh, fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, director Ryan Coogler described Zuri as the Wakandan Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean. Say that three times fast. He's not wrong. Uh, Michael B. Jordan initially auditioned for the role of Sam Wilson. 
Oh, wow. Falcon. It, yeah, it's so funny. Cut though. the check. It's so funny when you hear those because seeing them in their respective roles, like, I like it's like, oh, no. But, like, I'm sure he would have been an awesome Sam. Uh, he's an amazing actor. The composer traveled to South Africa mm-hmm. and visited the International Library. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, I mentioned okay. that because I thought it was really, yeah. it was um, really cool. Shuri cites the self-lacing shoes from... Back to the Future 2 in 1989 is her. They never actually say the movie, but yeah. that is, in fact, the movie they are referencing. Thank God. I think I, I, think I leaned over. You squealed. And, yeah. There I was think squealing. I leaned over and was like, I think that's a Back to the Future oh, reference. Oh, yeah, the mask. Um, oh, did we even talk about this? The mask that uh, Killmonger uh, wears. No, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, you it showed like, it to me. It, I showed it to you but before we started recording, but it is uh, a mask that that's canon. The Killmonger himself wore in a duel with T'Challa. The one he takes from the in museum. In comics, yeah. Yeah. Um, as well as the mask the demon Mephisto wore when he appeared in Christopher Priest's Black Panther comic. So uh, this is chapter six of phase three. Jesus. John Boyega was considered for the role of T'Challa. I mean, he would have been awesome, I mean, too. he would have been great, but also... Thin. I love John Boyega. Uh, despite the African settings, language, no scenes were actually filmed in Africa, although Wakandan scenes were filmed in Georgia. However, the Korean scenes were shot on location. Yeah, they were. God, those... Oh, God. The fucking cars. Oh, I love this one. Uh, Wak- oh, we gotta talk about the cars. Uh, Wakabi tells Killmonger that the war dogs in New York, London, and Hong Kong are ready to execute his orders. Do those locations sound familiar to you? The temples. Sanctums. Yeah. And Doctor Strange. Yep. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya described the movie as Marvel's Game of Thrones, 2011. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that. I've also heard um, African Shakespeare. Um, Because this is very like, challenge, and you know. I didn't think about this. Claus says he uses SoundCloud, an online service that provides music. This is a clever homage to how in the comics, Claw used vibranium (gasps) to gain the power of manipulating sound. Oh. Nice. That's a deep nerd cut. I like like stuff like that. I like nerdy junk like that. Angela Bassett's second comic book feature after that movie that shall not be named. Green Lantern. Oh, God, she was in that. I'm mm. so sorry. Mm. Oh, you still mm. haven't seen it, have you? Mm-mm. You haven't seen I've tried. Daredevil either. I started it. Mm. It's so bad. At least with Green Lantern, you get Ryan Reynolds to entertain you. Because he's going to be entertaining no matter what. This is true. This is very true. He is... What was his name? He is the Jim Carrey of his uh, <laughs> generation. Jim Carrey was so entertaining. He still is. Yeah. He's just not in the in the spotlight in as the much. spotlight anymore. Um I'm it's, Yeah, one anonymous observer has suggested the casting choice could have been intended to have token white actors. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little upset and this is a sidebar, but I just thought about it. Uh that the heart-shaped herb is quote unquote destroyed i would like to think it's not it can't be because shuri has to eventually become black panther so i'm just gonna put that out there yeah uh i think it's fine it's fine it's fine so the cars (coughs) the cars you and i were confused watching it yes both the first two times we watched because it was the third time i paid attention and was take the third time when i saw it 
the theater was practically empty and I was in the back row. So I was texting yes. all you girls um, while watching it because I needed yeah. to talk about it. Um, and it was very important, Martin's actual hair color. So um, <laughs> it was important to me at the time. But the, the cars in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, Korea. Uh, Korea. Korea, Korea, yeah. Korea. So, because Shuri talks about sending a car ahead. Mm-hmm. But then later we see them put one of the devices on the hood of a car. Because they split up into two vehicles. And Nakia and Okoye take a car. And you right. and I were confused about that because one of, I can't remember which one of us thought what. That one of us thought that the car they put the thing on was the car that they sent ahead. Mm-hmm. Not the car that they were driving, but the car that they, we were a little confused about that. I but, assumed the one that uh, T'Challa took that. Shuri ended up remotely driving is the one that they brought with them. No. Oh. Other way around. Okay. Because the one Nakia and Okoye are in, they're driving down the road. Bullets, how primitive. That's a bulletproof car. Oh, That's yeah, you're the right. the car they sent. Okay. And when they wrecked it, Nakia is in the... Oh, my <laughs> yes. God. Oh, my God. She's... It was so stupid. I loved it. Oh, my God. Um... Their relationship was just beautiful. So the one with the little thunk on it, the little device, they throw, oh, he'll catch up, and they throw the device on the car. That's the one. That was to make it self-drive. Exactly. Not self-driving, but But remotely. But gave the remote connection to Shuri. Okay, um, so they did steal the car. Which is a precursor to um, Everett Ross driving the other plane. Yeah. Or the, Which, driving the ship. At that point, I would have accepted it, but it did lay the groundwork for this technology exists. This is a thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so I, I liked that. Yeah. So it did lay the groundwork for that, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Which was a really cool yeah. moment for, for his character. And he did get his day in the sun. When it counted, he stepped up. And said. And protected no, Wakanda. We need to do this. Fuck all this other She'll shit. Be yeah, damned. I'm with the CIA. Mm-hmm. Forget all of this. Could America benefit from all of, you know, could the CIA and the rest of the world benefit from these weapons? Yes, let's, which is a very American attitude. Exactly. As a country, I'm not saying as an individual, but as right. a country, that's right. the American attitude. Everything you are, all your weapons are belong to us. Yeah. Um, but he went which the, is dumb and he stupid, was just, but he was protecting right Wakanda. He yep. did the right thing. Yep. And that's going to come back on the relationship of T'Challa and Ross yeah. and we're going to that's going to pay off in Infinity War. Yeah. It's yeah. got to. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh Infinity War predictions. Shit's going to blow up. People are going to die. Okay. Um I don't remember who sent the email because that was like 9 hours ago when we read that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think we're going to get a ton of new characters in Infinity War because we've got so many we've got damn people way in this movie. too many already. Um I am and Baku's going to be in it. Okoye's going to be yeah. in it. Every fucking body's going to be I in it. I think they're going to out of necessity just from sheer filming logistics because you can't get all these characters together for like the entire shoot. There's just no way. They did it for one day. Um so I think they are compartmentalized. Like I think there's going to be the group in space. Ace, um, ace, ace. With Thor and and the Guardians. And then you've got this. Well, Thor's making him a new. Um, he's making a new Mew Mew. Yeah, that's and what And so that we've is. got the group in that's either with or near Wakanda because we see Cap, Bucky, um, Natasha, Natasha, Okoye running with T'Challa. Um, 
running. Well, well, that's going to come about because Bucky's there. Right. Cap's going to come to see Bucky. To get his shield. And Nat is with... Get this man a shield. Cap, because yeah. that's that's where she fell on the side of the Civil right. War. Right, And then that's... Yeah. Um... So I think they're going to have to compartmentalize these groups. And I think mm-hmm. hopefully it's going to be fun who gets mixed up with who. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Get this man a shield. I just, get this man a shield. I get love, this woman a That became such a meme. I love that that instantly a became a meme. Instantly. Um, and I feel like I feel like it should be a meme in the MCU and that Shuri makes fun of uh, T'Challa for it. Um. Shuri should make all the jokes. I'm just saying. I mean, saying. she should. Um, I need Tony Stark and Shuri. Yes. We've already established yes. that. Um, that's very, very important. And, like, to a lesser extent, Bruce Banner, but I don't feel like if anybody would not have a pissing match about Last science, it would be Bruce. Last time we saw Bruce Banner, he was a Hulk. Yeah. So. And we don't know if, I mean. I can't remember if he's in any of the trailers as Bruce Banner or not. I think we've Maybe. only seen Hulk. I think. I don't know. I, I don't remember. care. Um, I want. There to be Loki redemption because we've seen in the trailers him handing the Tesseract over to Thanos. We assume it's Thanos. Yeah. You don't actually see them on the same but screen. E- but even but if you it see is, him put the stone in his gauntlet. So. Even if it is, I feel like it's like Loki didn't look gleeful about it. So I'm really hoping it's it becomes a I'm trying. Well, he doesn't want to give up that kind of power. Yeah. With power like with true power like a magazine. Yeah. I mean. So I'm hoping it's one of those things where it's like. Yeah, the MCU Loki did create did start Ragnarok, but it was for a good reason. I think I hope it's one of those yeah um, moments. Um, but I'm just this is just going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot in a very short amount of time. It needs to be like four hours long. Yeah. So, I, um, but I mean, there is Avengers Four, which is an unnamed movie, so we yes. don't know how unresolved this is going to be. But then we've got Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Which, oh God, do I have to see it? Yes. No. So I'm concerned with, because we've already seen trailers for Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it's released after Infinity War. Yes, which Infinity War got moved up a week, by the yes, way. Yes, it did. It's now uh, end of April. Um, so I want to know what the ramifications are from Civil War. Cap broke everybody out of the raft, including Scott. And we see Scott with a Lojack bracelet at the uh, Ant-Man and Wasp previews and yeah. so I'm kind of confused I think Hank Pym breaks him out because I love uh like no she breaks him out because she can shrink down and get into the bracelet and then do whatever but even like in Homecoming when Peter's uh gym teacher is like I don't know I gotta show you these videos like I think this guy's a, a, a um what did the phrase he used a war criminal. I think this guy's a war criminal now, and it's the cap video. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm very unresolved with what the legal status. Like, can Clint go back to his family, or is he on the run because he was broken out of the well, raft by Cap? Clint's family was hidden anyway. Yeah. So they were already under the radar. Yeah. But so like, I think he could. All these like, is Sam a fugitive? Is like Cap's okay, entire also team needs to remember to stretch before he goes out. Next I mean, that's time. true. I mean, he that's is true. the oldest Avenger. I mean, wait. Um, God, poor Jeremy Renner. Oh, my gosh. I love him so much. I do, too. Um, um, but, yeah, so I'm very concerned with that whole thing um, because we haven't, like, the whole, I, I really liked 
uh, Tony Stark in Homecoming, but it also felt very confusing because, again, it was like, oh, my God, he's suddenly not... Um, a douche? Well, yeah, he's he's not, like, constantly anxious and all this stuff and all this weird stuff that you got in... He got therapy. It was fine. And then him and Pepper are together, and, like, he's at this Avengers site, and, like, they mention uh, the prototype for Thor's, you know, stupid... Uh, belt or whatever like so i don't know i feel like yeah i mean even happy was there yeah happy um so i'm just john favreau has been uh tapped i'm i'm la- I'm laughing so hard on the inside at her he, dumb joke that she john made. favreau has been tapped to direct or to be a showrunner direct a yeah. uh, star wars a live action star wars series for the new disney streaming channel yeah and it just makes me so happy and you posted that. You, I did. Uh, I was so proud of it. You made me look at it. And you I were did like, with your own eyes. Did you see that? And I was like, oh my God, it John. It makes yeah. me happy. Uh, but also, John yeah. Favreau. I mean, yeah. the crossover between Marvel and Star Wars just gets... Bigger and bigger. Or sh- sh- tighter and tighter. Yeah. Depending on how you look at it. I mean, because, yeah. I mean, look at Lupita. Yeah. She's a crossover. Um, but I'm very interested to see how they're going to resolve I'm that. You, they don't cast them. They raise they them. They grow them. They do. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling we're going to get hand wavy. Oh, yeah. Because we got a lot of hand wavy with um, between Iron Man 3 and Age of Ultron. It was like, wait a minute. You blew all, uh, all your suits up and now you're now all, back all back together. together and, well, it's fine. And they got together. Um, and so like him and Pepper are back yeah, together. They were, they were separated and they were back together. That's just had to do with, I think, her not being. Yeah. Uh, cast or not um, coming back to that particular film but um, yeah I don't know what the hell's going on and then we got all the mystic shit and where the uh, fuck is the soul gym where is the soul gym where is the soul gym should have been in Ragnarok so I could have been right I just think they didn't want to do three fucking Thor movies with three fucking infinity gems which one was in Thor 1 Tesseract oh yeah that's right even though its origins were in Captain America, like, the Tesseract was in Thor. Yeah. Because, eh. I mean, okay, so let's let's go down the Count list. Count them down again. The Tesseract is with Loki. Yep, and that's the space gem. That is the space gem. Yeah. Uh, the power gem is on uh, Xandar. Which is the purple one. Which is the purple one. Yep. Um, the green one, which is the time gem, mm-hmm. is with, uh, Doctor Strange. In his, uh... Sanctum Satorium. Yeah. In his Amulet. necklace. Um. Mind. The mind gem is with, it's the yellow one, is with Vision. I'm afraid that's going to be forcibly removed from his head. Well, we saw it in the trailers. Um, it was forcibly removed. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about that. I'm way too tired for this now. And then the Aether, yeah. which is the red one, is with the Collector. Yes. Didn't we see an after scene where that place was demolished, or yep. did I dream that? Yep. No, we did. Okay. That's why I'm concerned about it. But he doesn't have the Aether Gem in his gauntlet in the trailers. Yeah. So he, he doesn't have it. Whoever's got it, it's not him. And we don't know what the collector's motive is. Well, we don't. But we know he's the we don't even know where the collector. Brother. Yeah, but we don't even know where the collector is. Yeah. Well, if anybody's going to be Jeff Goldblum's brother. It would be, yeah, Benicio Del Toro. It would be Benicio Del Toro. Who is basically um, just being space Benicio Del Toro, just like Jeff Goldblum was space, space Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, and bless him for that. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Wow, okay, we really need to probably cut this off. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so I'm a bunch of films I'm excited that are going to be coming out soon. Um, that if you guys send us feedback, you might get a podcast on. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World. Yep. The or lot. Kingdom. Jurassic Kingdom, or whatever, whatever the hell it's the called. The Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, the new one. Um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's Jurassic in it. Park. Jeff like Goldblum's in it. That's all I care five about. Five or something. I know. Uh, the Solo movie, which Yay. I'm trying so hard to withhold judgment on. Yeah. But he's all You've got to see him. Danny Glover's going to steal that fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, which is going to break my heart. I just need to see his mannerisms. Yeah, I'm hoping. Whether or not I'm going to be able, he's going to be believable. Keep in mind, Ron Howard's directing them. I so. know, and Harrison Ford was a con- uh, yeah. consultant, so he's not really credited, but he's a grumpy old man. Yeah. Um, Harrison. Uh, by the way, Mark Hamill finally got a star on the walk of Why did he not have one already? Because you have to buy them. Seriously? Yeah. Um, That's dumb. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, or you have to be nominated or something. There's some political bullshit. Stupid political yeah. bullshit to it. Um, but Harrison Ford did speak. Oh. And they did uh, mention uh, Carrie. Oh. So, um, which you can't have that without him. Yeah. Because um, it was like part of their trio was missing. And Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what other movies that are coming? So many fucking movies. Pacific Rim. Yeah. Pacific Rim 2. I'm really excited about. Oh, I can't wait. I've got to rewatch the first one. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. There's, uh, God, what else is coming out? Everything under the sun. A lot of stuff. I mean, I aren't we getting like, did we count? We're getting Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man Ant- and the Wall. All in the top quarter of the movie. Um, top half of the, of the year. Were we getting another this year? No, we just those three. About? Just those three. Um, yeah. So that should be interesting. Wow, and that's a lot right at the top of the year. Yeah. So like if Solo's coming out in May, which they not on May the fourth, not on that's May the fourth, which thing is ever. stupid. Yeah. It's coming out Memorial Day weekend, which I think that's why they moved uh, Infinity War that's back. Deadpool. Deadpool. With Cable. Deadpool. Got now moved with Cable. Up. Oh my God, that's gonna be yeah. Beautiful. Josh Brolin, good job, buddy. You're in two Marvel properties two. Two. separately. Two. I know. He's glorious. He's going to be terrible. I don't think it can top Alfre Woodard, who is two separate characters in the M- in the same MCU. <laughs> I think she gets a prize for that. She does. Wrinkle in Time. I don't think I'm going to podcast that. No. I do um, want to see it, though. I'd have to read it, and nobody I want to see Red Sparrow, too. Do you want to see Red Sparrow? I'm going to be bitter about it the whole time, because I'm going to be like, this is the Black this Widow is movie not we Black deserve. Black Widow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, where's upcoming? Here we go. Coming soon. Um, I don't want to see Tomb Raider. I'll see it at some point. Pacific but I'm not like really uh, excited Sherlock about it. Gnomes. Ugh. We're going to see that. Mm-hmm. You just we're going to see it. I've wanna. made an executive decision. I don't want to. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> we're gonna see. it. I will say, Chiwetel Ejiofor is uh, Watson, which yeah. makes me happy. Uh, yeah, I know the Johnny Depp just really kills it. Yeah. But, 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 but I've also heard that they're making a Dark Tower series. I've heard that as well. Like what the f- the Untitled Deadpool sequel? Oh God, he's got the Flash dance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, seriously, do yourself a favor. And there's solo. there's a couple videos on IMDb of Deadpool just talking about the sequel, um, and. Fallen Kingdom. That's one the of them of it. is the Bob Ross one, mm-hmm. and just go watch those. Uh, Ocean's Eight. Uh, yes, I will throw money at that. Jurassic all day World, long. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, that one. I knew there was Kingdom in it. Uh, something, something, Kingdom, Dinosaurs. I don't care. Okay, so after July, 
There's okay. There's Mama Mia, which I have no interest in. I'll see that. There's with another Mission Impossible. Christopher Robin. I'll have to see the fucking Mission Impossible. I know you will. Ugh. Uh, the Happy Time Murders. That looks animated. That's frightening. Slenderman. It's puppets, I think, actually. Eh. And they kind of do the yeah. Who's Roger what's Rabbit gonna be thing. Our, what's going to be our Christmas movie? We already said Die Hard. No, 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 no. But the big, at the movies. At the movies. Oh, um, Yeah, no Die Hard. Oh, which I watched half of the other day. Grinch is coming out in November. Oh, yeah. Mr. Grinch. Yeah, with Cumberbatch. Yeah. That's going to be terrible. Um, So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, there's a bunch of movies coming out. Who knows what we'll podcast. So, we got to get through the rest of the television series. Yes. Yes, we do. This was. So, yeah. Great. Uh, anything else? Yes, but no. So much. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Oh my God, I love this movie. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks.